Michelangelo's David was his masterpiece. Yeah, it's still art, though, I think. Oh, okay, so you were saying sp- art, not necessarily painting. Yep, that right. fucker was paid. Gay. That's not what I said. <laughs> I thought you did. When the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively Politinkering with the show where I don't know, man I love this song, dude <laughs> I don't know, man Back to my bass and my bass I don't know, man I don't My little snowflakes. I forgot my mouth doesn't work suddenly, all of a sudden. Tinks. Too much coffee. Oh, Tinkerts. All right. Take it easy, guys. It's going to be okay. Do what I want. I know you do. I know you do. That's why I respect you, Sean and Joey. <laughs> Have That's I earned it? Do you mistake. do what you want? Of course you've earned it. No, I don't do what I want. Oh, then. I do. Then I, I, why don't you do what you want? I don't know. <laughs> I try. <laughs> why do you do what you want, Shawnee? What else would I do? Well, what your what your what society deems is the right thing to do, or what you think is the right thing to do. Usually, what I think is the right thing to do is what I want to do. I think, don't I? Um, maybe I don't. It's hard to say. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, but you know, or what you're told to do. Most people do what they tell what they're told to do. Uh, no, I actively do what the opposite of what I'm told to do. Um, no, you don't. Then you should do the opposite of that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> downward spiral into the nothingness that is my life um hey guys so this is a news thing i don't feel like fucking doing a fucking you know fun one philosophy one because we got too much Jesus shit going Christ. on in this goddamn world philosophy's chicken little what sky the, is falling pH. well so i'm not okay fine it's not we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna trend toward your direction but right now there's some shit going i don't know if you've been following the craziness of this fucking world. I'm tangentially aware. What is happening, Sean Fa? Eh, you know, fuckers picking people that we didn't think you'd fucking Joey pick. Joey Boner, and- what the fuck is happening? It's a weird, bizarre world. That's what's happening. I'm going to need some historical context. I'm going to need some fucking conspiracy no. thing. I, oh, I like I've been, I've been studying my books. I've been going back. I've so, been trying to, I'm trying to find others. I, I mean, I, honestly, so, so they, they've got a recount going on there. I don't know if that's the right thing to do. We've got the Electoral College is going to be voting on the 19th. I don't know yeah. what exactly they're going to vote for. Stupid. What's right? Are they, are, ought they vote to who they're supposed to vote for? Or can they vote for whoever they want? Is it a good move to get the fucking, you know, throw the monkey wrench in the Electoral College? Is does Trump have the right temperament to be president? I don't know, man. I, you know, how, is it a question of how the world sees us? Is it okay to pull out of Russia or NATO? Rather, do we need fucking Russia, North Korea, ISIS, all that bullshit? How about his tweets? I don't know what the fuck's happening with his tweets. We got an American flag bullshit. And we've got Hamilton going on. We have talked about a lot of shit with the tweets. I'll probably just list okay, a bunch as well. Take a breath. <laughs> the biggest thing I also want to talk about a little bit is what is the alt-right? We dealt with it a little bit, but mm. I have an interesting kind of thought I wanted to go over and run by you guys. Mm. And finally as well, um, I wanted to go over who is currently in the transitional team. So we'll do a transitional team update, which I think Sean has a song uh, for. Caitlyn Jenner, Chastity Bono. <laughs> we have a song for that? No, he just kept singing something. What was this? Transitional update. The, tra- oh. the presidential transitional update. Uh, yeah. Transitional update. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know tra- what it was. Transitional update corner. Tran- <laughs> I don't, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll come Something up with a sound like effect. Uh, yeah. I, so I don't know. Guys, I don't know, man. 
Um, yeah. That's what's happening, but what is <laughs> happening. So let me start off with the first question. Um, mm. Let's start with the recount. Uh, Jill Stein uh, raised, I think it was something like $6 million, something yeah. like that, in order to— Apparently more than she raised for her own campaign. Oh, my God, yeah. So <laughs> this was—so this was, yeah. yeah. I— Common I foe. didn't have an I didn't it didn't I didn't have an initial problem with it in general. I, I feel like that those funds can be, you know, allocated slightly better in other ways. We'll talk about that. But honestly, just on the surface, it was weird. It kind of felt like the prom queen like lost homecoming and like the 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 head of the young gardeners club is like, let's do a recount. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Who are you, bitch? The young gardeners club? Yeah, she's You went green. to a much different school than I did. She or... was the green party. I don't know. I don't I don't know <laughs> if there is a gardeners club. Oh, okay. School. I get it now. Oh, the... I get the connection. Right. I just I'm riffing. What do you want from me? Sorry, but it's so it's good. riff better. Thank you. I, I can't. That's you have to as encourage him. You don't put him down. Yeah, that's as good as you're gonna get on the spot. Better. I could have thought. That's how I direct. I could have thought about it, but no. Um. So yeah, what, what do you guys think, Joey? Do you think well, it'll recount? Yeah. Here's what I think. Uh, I don't. I didn't even think this was a big deal at first. I mean, not not in this general specifics. I'm sorry, in the specific recount sense, but the election. In, in the sense that I think we should have recounts automatically at when they're all within a certain percentage point, right? Yeah. Within within three percentage points or whatever or less. Yeah, the thing that, automatically recount. I think that's the thing that I find objective. most troubling about it is the fact that we have to raise money to facilitate a recount. I understand that should be something that is <clears throat> just part of the system. Sure. Yeah. So as far as I understand it, there there is a mandatory um, minimum a percentage that it has to hit. It's per state, so yeah. each state has their own thing. I understand. Yeah. Um, and once you're over that, you are the the party's required to pay for the recount. Or I guess in this case, they're also calling it. Um, uh, oh fuck! What is it? What's the fucking like a like an audit? Basically, yeah. like a, like a vote audit. Um, yeah. So it's not actually a recount. It's just like a spot check. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, Hillary for in in I guess the only one currently that they had go through is um, Wisconsin. Correct. Mm. Yes. Right. So it was Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan are the three states she wants to do. The deadline to hire the the deadline for Michigan was today. Deadline for Pennsylvania was Sunday, I believe, um, and or maybe Monday. Well, I will tell but, you as as is my responsibility. I have been consuming a, a fair bit more Alex Jones than than I have been oh my most recently. And uh, you're going to get me into the alt right a lot faster than I thought. Go ahead. You know, I do what I do. Uh, so this is actually something that he's been yelling about since day one, or I should say, what are we calling the election day? Uh, day zero or uh, uh, the, the yeah whatever <laughs> day uh, aught exactly the aught ever since the aught um, oh he, that's funny I like that <laughs> uh, we start a whole new calendar fuck the, the Gregorian this sure. is yeah uh, the year of Trump um, but yeah he's been uh, uh, going on and on about how uh, the votes were stolen um, but he's been going on and on about how Hillary stole votes so he uh, he has been uh, pushing that even though she lost uh even in states that she right. lost they were stealing tons and tons of votes which not to mention the fact trump actually tweeted yeah, yeah. very specifically that i um i don't have the exact quote with me but essentially um I, I it was something along the lines of it was in the middle of by the way of like a whole big fucking tweet storm mm. um talking first at first about the hypocrisy of the democrats not accepting the results of the, yeah, yeah. Of the election which, which is vaguely fair i i vaguely? you know i think it's directly fair well the way he presented it i'm was sure he was douchey about fair. it but yeah it wasn't even so much douchey it was just it, it was just more or less unsound but he was quoting exactly what it was and it's not that they are currently not accepting it it's just that and keep in mind it's also not hillary doing it yeah um i think well, there's also a difference between what 
he was doing during the campaign and what is going on now. Oh, fuck yeah. But just the, basically, I mean, if we take it on surface level, the left wing was completely appalled by the by fact the that- the idea he, of questioning he, the democracy. The no, exactly. see, I, and this is where I disagree here. Okay. I think I think that they weren't appalled at that idea. They were appalled at the idea of just simply saying it's constantly rigged. This is just actually recounting they and checking. They go hand in hand, but- But this isn't automatically discounting it and saying, oh, this isn't the, the democracy, the election is bullshit. It's just saying- Let's just check our work. I don't think there's any problem with that. I think it's just simply saying, okay, let's recount. It's not, this has been done constantly over our history. It's not like we, that's a, that's accusatory of bringing down our democracy or saying that the election is rigged. I don't think a that, recount is, is the same as saying it's rigged. Well, that's what I've been saying all along. But no, he was saying that he would not necessarily, even beyond the rigged, he was saying he wouldn't necessarily trust the outcome of the election. And that was basically what everyone was accusing him of, that we would just be doing recounts and recounts until the Supreme Court had to take things over again. Uh, um, so they were I just- think that's true too, but I think it was more that he would make a, a sort of rebellion among his supporters. He would say, you should rise up and and that kind of thing not so in oh. so much so many words but he oh would, yeah yeah i mean they, but i he mean he would subtly create that yeah he would be behind it more than hillary currently is that's, I just think that's without the, a doubt also but. i think the popular vote thing does sway it a slightly i think if the shoe was on the other foot here if trump had the popular vote by two million and oh fuck yeah you know think I mean? he'd be legitimate in asking that though and asking for uh, it? Yeah, I think everyone's legitimate in asking that, and we and should I think be questioning he would. our and, and electoral I wouldn't have system. a problem with that. Like if Trump, if Trump won the popular vote by mm-hmm. two million, and Hillary was president, and he wanted to do a recount of one state, yeah, okay, yeah, I, Gore, I wouldn't be up in arms. I wouldn't call anyone a hypocrite. Gore I would say won that's by fine. like half a million. I mean, it, but uh, the accusi- it, accusing of someone calling a Democrat a hypocrite is not correct because I think that if the shoe was on their foot, I would not call. Republican. Well, no, it's hypocritical because of how far they went saying that he was a horrible person for possibly even questioning the validity of the system. It's it's well, hypoc- not. They didn't say he's a horrible person because of that. He's a horrible person for everything. Let's well, clarify exactly what what how how Trump presented it because the horrifying element is in there. Um, sure. So <clears throat> this is about three days ago. Trump tweeted, and there's a whole tweet storm. I'll read the whole thing. Um, First, uh, Hillary Clinton conceded the election when she called me prior to the victory speech and and after the results were in. Nothing will change. Isn't that the the thing? Like, that's the way I always understood it, that the election wasn't over when the ballots were counted. The election was over when the other guy gave up. That you can retract a concession whenever the fuck you want. Really, you can. I mean, if you concede and you're concession winning, is like, anything legal, it's, right? It's, really, I thought that. I for some no, reason I was the, always under the impression that was like the kind of agreement. like the legally binding portion of it, it's or not. like once you did that, they didn't have to keep counting. There's it's no, not. That's the whole thing with like you remember. I mean, Gore, Gore, but Gore conceded. never conceded. Yeah, he did. Really? He conceded and then pulled back. Yeah, absolutely. He he called back huh. to um to to you know retract the concession. No, I thought he didn't concede. All right, yeah, cool. no, he he conceded and then called. Uh, Bush afterwards. Um, <clears throat> so the next the next tweet is uh, Hillary's debate answer on delay. Quote: That is horrifying. That is not the way our democracy works. Been around for 240 years. We've had free and fair elections. We've accepted the outcomes when we may not have liked them, and that is what must be expected of anyone standing on a dur- standing on a during was, a general election. Was I, that your impression appalled. of Trump doing Hillary? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, for one, am appalled that somebody that is the nominee of one of our two major parties would take that kind of position. Then separately, she uh, then separately she stated, he said something truly horrifying. He refused to say that he would respect the results of this election. This is that is a direct threat to our democracy. End quote. She then said, so he keeps going. This. Uh, she then said, we have to accept the results and look to the future. Donald Trump is going to be our president. We owe him an open mind and the chance to lead. 
So much time and money will be spent. Same result. Sad. So that was the whole storm. Right after that, then that would that would have been fine. But mm-hmm. right after that, he goes to fucking say, in addition to winning the Electoral College in a landslide, I won the popular vote if you deduct mm-hmm. millions of people who voted illegally. Mm-hmm. Which, now there's the thing. It's, yeah, there's it's no evidence to suggest this it's a total fucking there's no evidence to that for this and it's it's uh, okay so talk to me is that something that a president should that we should accept them doing is it okay for a president to be doing something like that i i and honestly i'm in burn it down mode so i i think that anything that calls light to our failed election system is good um, okay. So right now, yes, votes are stolen. That is that is the reality of the situation. Whether or not it's in the the millions that they're saying, maybe not. But there are situations where democracy is fallible. Our system is fallible because of it. And you know, we use the electronic voting machines. Those things can be very much taken advantage of, and it's been proven over and over again. The the systems themselves of who can register to vote is is definitely a fallible system you know they the idea that dead people are voting has been a staple in my home of chicago for as far back as memory so i think michigan and pennsylvania are hand ballots are like the 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 punch ballots um which are which are the most you no know, no the, no ones. one's bringing up the fucking elected the voting machines this time but oh okay i thought you just were i'm sorry no i was got but, it got yeah. it so so i mean look i'm all for kind of go ahead well, I, I, well you know what the first thing i do want to say before i the, is the, the weirdest thing of all is the fact that so he's he's suggesting the fact that we should question the results of the election and at the same time suggesting the fact that there is something to question or uh, nothing to question. I'm sorry. It, 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 like, well, no, the, he, he, he's saying that these numbers are wrong, but I still won. Fuck you. Like, yeah, even he, when you recount them, you're, you're, I'm still going to have won, but they are fucked up. Well, and, right. And, and, but at the same time, he's saying we sh- it's, it makes no sense to recount. Can I? Right. Like, he's like, the numbers are fucked up. This is stupid to recount. The numbers are totally fucked up. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Let me, go ahead, let me yeah, read you. Um, I like Mark Elias's response to this. Mark Elias is, is HRC's uh, lawyer. He said, uh, quote, we are getting attacked for participating in a recount that we didn't ask for by the man who won the election but thinks there was massive fraud. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. Yeah, it's it's. He's apt. the one who's claiming now there was massive fraud, but... <laughs> He's getting attacked for participating in a recount that they didn't ask for. But That's if get, you're going to assume there's no connection between Jill Stein and Hillary. Let me ask you guys this, Jill Stein though. openly called her uh, a fucking criminal. Well, So you saying there is or is not? What's that? What were you inferring there? Um, that even though I have no idea, but it is certainly feasible that if Hillary, uh, publicly was saying one thing and privately behind the scenes doing another, that would not be beyond the realm of her personality. Okay. Okay. Let let me just ask you guys this real quick. Um, so that's a lot of money to have raised basically as a Kickstarter fund. Five million. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I well, it's it's more it's it's a pretty good amount of money. I mean, that's for yeah. for just from simply from yeah. The no, like I said, it's more than she raised. But I mean, in it, at this 
at this time in our history, there are many people that are still fucking pissed and, you know, willing to give money to so, any no, cause. I, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that that money could not be, surprising. can that be money better spent yes, down the road? Oh, yeah. That's to block the things uh, that actually I think this But is, can she do that? There's an interesting development is that uh, Jill Stein's uh, vice presidential candidate, I forget his name, I apologize. Um, Mike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, basically, he came out against the recount, and he thinks uh, he doesn't want to be viewed. I think was his was his quote is that as uh, the Democrats' lapdog, um, and I kind of understand this. And it looks like it's a bad uh, a, a perspective from the outside. It looks like you're just you know holding their water kind of thing. That's totally weird. And it looks weird, um, but it's also definitely. Jill Stein, I think, would argue, and she would never say this, but I think that she secretly thinks this is just simply good publicity for her and the and the yeah, Green Party. She's trying like. to attach herself to this political capital right now of anger towards Trump and and that's take true. more of these people towards Ride the, the farther left that they can get them, and the more people to go to the far left, you know, this is better for the Green Party. I'm the only woman left in politics. <laughs> sure, I don't know if it's that specifically gender stuff, but I, but I know what you're saying. I, I think it's more about like we're really far on the left here, so come progressives, come to me instead of Bernie. Yeah, yeah I think it's unlikely that anything will happen with the recount. Um, the the other yeah, question that everybody is talking about now, however, is the electoral college. That the electoral college theoretically can vote for whoever the fuck they want. What do you think is going to happen there? Well, there's a few that have already Bernie. pledged to not vote for him. I think they're called mm -hmm. the Hamilton voters. Mm -hmm. I think there's five or six. Why do they call them the Hamilton voters? Well, why don't you tell me, nerd? <laughs> He's your boy. He's so my boy. I mean, I, I am not a Hamilton expert as much as you are. <clears throat> In the Federalist Wasn't he a papers, warmonger? A warmonger? Oh, how dare you insult um, Hamilton? <laughs> I don't think so. No. I, I mean, no, not really. He was the one who actually, I mean, again, this is based on the, the, the play. I didn't get this far in the book. Yeah, he was the one who suggested that we, we shouldn't the book? go. No, we went over this. Wow. And see, literally literary for, for the truth of this. <laughs> a lot of episodes ago. I know. I think it was only two. It was the Doris Kearns Goodwin one. <laughs> oh, shit. Really? We talked yeah. about that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, so the, it. The, it was in the Federalist Papers. He was outlining some of the advantages of the Electoral College. Oh, and you know what? I don't think I did this on this show. Um, we've talked a lot what about- What show did you do it on? Well, again, I, we, I, we've mentioned, <laughs> obviously we've mentioned the Electoral College, but well, I, I didn't specify a, a very important element that I wanted to talk about with it. Um the Electoral College, and you can check me on the history of this, Joey, is um, the, the – it was originally started as a compromise, but half of the, con half of the um, continental con you know, constitutional convention essentially wanted it to be a direct popular vote. The other half said, no, the populace is fucking stupid. We need Congress to be able to pick the president. And th that was – there was a divide there, and they couldn't determine the best way to do it. Should it – should the people have a say or should the people have all the say? And wow, the, it had to do with the three-fifths Compromise too, Jesus right? Yeah. Christ. So, so the the Ugh, the compromise the compromise was essentially the electoral college. Which I thought the electoral college was way before all of that. No, it was it was this. It was exactly that. While this is when so they were fucking ironic it. in many horrible ways. Yeah. So oh, because before that it was just completely picked by the electors. Right. It, okay. It, exactly. It was just it was the president was picked by the government. Yeah. And the people really didn't have a say. The people had a say of who was the government was, but gotcha. whoever was in charge. So of the when they opened did. it up to the people, they had to have a stop gap measure well they just they say yeah well, they weren't really sure how to do it and they're like well let's do it this way i think the electoral college the is there yeah. right well and so that's the irony and, and I've, I've talked a lot about you know the sort of proportionality of it and the advantage there how it yeah. gives the rural states more you know more of a voice than just the but it also of course you lose the voice of the popular voice vote which is you know what over 2.5 million votes more right now at this point. Something like that. Yeah. Or, oh, popular of uh, Hillary over yeah. Trump. Yeah, popular. Two, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is insane. Um, but the the so 
Anyway, Alexander Hamilton, one of the one of the other advantages he mentioned in the Electoral College was specifically to to stop a demagogue from coming from coming in. And if if the people did vote somebody that the the Electoral College and Congress knew would be damaging to the republic, that is essentially their constitutional constitutional duty to block and that. What's person. ironic is he viewed it as a as a king, as as a right yeah, as, 100%, as somewhat yeah. like an, an authoritarian king. Exactly. Right? He really yeah he saw he saw the the potential of of you know the president. And becoming too powerful, and that was his whole fucking thing—the checks and balances of it—and and putting these little, you know, these little uh, what what are the what fucking you know like air t- the compartments in the Titanic, Titanic watertight seals, the, yeah, the, the watertight compartments, <laughs> yeah, exactly, the watertight compartments. Wow, are you watching Titanic or something? No, I just I don't know. Was I actually it? just watched that last night. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I've still never seen it. Really? She's made of iron, sir. Exactly. I assure you, she can. <laughs> <laughs> She'll sink, sir. She's made of iron. Sure. Um, anyway, so what were what was the thing you were just reading, Joey? I was reading just that. I was reading how interesting, like, Madison was, you know, against him, and Madison and Hamilton were kind of always against each other. I thought it was kind of cute. (laughs) Why did Madison shoot him? I feel like he should have shot him. Because fucking, because essentially Hamilton was saying, no, Jefferson is all right, and Jefferson and Madison are kind of okay, and Burr has no political, you know. Burr is just a douche. He's a dude, but he just has no, you know, he, he he doesn't actually believe in anything. Like, at least Jefferson has conviction and publicly was stating yeah, this again and again and again. over and over again. Exactly. Right, publicly was stating this again and again and again. And Aaron Burr was like, yo, you fucking talking shit, homie? And, and Hamilton's like, yeah, I'm fucking talking shit. And they, he was like, well, then let's duel. He's like, all right. Anyway, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's. I feel like that's play, actually the, not the, the, you're quoting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Anyway, so the electoral college. All right. Anyways. What would happen if the electoral college stepped in and did what they have the power to do, which is block Trump from becoming president? I don't like civil war. I think civil war would happen, or some sort of. It would be an uprising. Fucking from, insane. Yeah. It would yeah. be some sort of creepy uprising. I don't think it would be that bad because you know all the hit rednecks with their crappy little guns won't do shit, but. They're the ones with the guns. Yeah, they are the ones with the guns, uh, man. Guns suck. We have drones. We have tanks. What are you talking about? We're not just going to start tanking our fucking cities, though. If they surround, yes, we will. You don't know how, how militarized... Look how militarized our police are. That's true. Look at yeah, uh, they South storm. Dakota. Talking about? Our yeah. National Guard is everywhere. We have fucking like F-16s in our National Guard. We had this... Right, like, but we the, th- that's kind of the thing. You know, you're 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 still not just going to nuke a fucking city. I didn't city. say nuke, okay? I but said I'm, tanks and planes. But, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, you know, we're talking about if it comes to that, we're back to terrorist warfare. We're back to guerrilla warfare. Yeah. So that's... I'm not happy with that. I don't think it should happen. Well, no, I'm just saying that there's the the tanks and nukes are a different type of war than what you'd be facing with a civil war these days. We would be it's I, okay. Why? Because you you're not taking out entire city blocks, you're taking out one person at a time. Depends. And we don't know how the civil war might happen. It's, you might be state by state. You don't know. There might be secession type of stuff. Well, yeah, but I mean the if we're talking about the battle itself, it's well, okay, let's say, uh, just for instance, let's say the state of uh, all the Bible Belt mm-hmm. becomes a confederacy. That's uh, Okay, I know this is crazy theory. Yeah, I'm just saying, come on. They have a lot of military equipment in their states. Yeah, Fort Hood is in Texas with, you know, probably the most tanks in our entire country. So if yeah. Texas goes, all of our tanks are in the confederacy. Not necessarily. You know, we also, you know where mean, the most nukes are, by the way? What state? Uh, what, Utah? New Mexico. I think it's South Dakota. Mm. Um, so that's not good. <clears throat> yeah. 
So, I mean, like, I think we're kind of underestimating the power of each of these states, and it's possible. Mm-hmm. I think it's unlikely, obviously, but I think that that yeah, is- Yeah, I was picturing it less of a state-sanctioned thing and more of I'm a I'm just saying all of these rebellion. are in the power of the states. Like, they could theoretically come up with some of these things, and it, all it takes is for a couple of people to take over a military base. You know, it's- They'd have to oh, be organized as the thing. There would have to be a strategic right. I, organization I don't think, and again, this, I'm just you, saying you this is a, a good point. I'm just yeah. saying it's possible. That's oh, no, all. it's certainly possible yeah. to have, to go back to our old school standard of warfare- but I, I, you know, like like we talked about before, that is just the constant evolution of warfare. You know, one person establishes a system, everyone agrees to it, and then one person breaks it, and then all hell breaks, breaks loose. Then we establish a new system, and someone breaks it, and all hell breaks loose. Anyways, so, I, to get back to your point, yeah. I, I think it'd be bad. I think it'd be bad if, 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 the, uh, if the electors uh, switch for the record show, switch for Trump. It would be bad. It'd yeah. be a bad thing. Uh, I, I like the idea of it. I like protecting against an authoritarian figure. It's a cool little safeguard, but it's a very old school 18th century safeguard and it's way too uh, volatile for this type of uh, world where we have nukes and tanks and stuff. So like then that. what good is the Electoral College then? It, it, no, <laughs> fuck no. Get rid of it. Get rid of all of it. Uh, well, you know how I feel about this? Well, no, because I mean, uh, Trump even said it himself. He said if the Electoral College wasn't in play, he would have ran his campaign differently. Of course, and he would so would have Hillary. Well, yeah, but all he would have done was campaign in four cities. I don't buy this, by yeah. the way. This is bullshit. Yeah, like he would have stayed in New York. New York hates him. What it are you talking about? It is such horse He's going to stay in California with all the... Ca- no, what do you... He's gonna no, that's bullshit. He would still pretty much campaign, and also this is to, this is assuming that campaigning has the ultimate effect on voter turnout. I'm not so sure if Trump traveling to a state or no, Hillary traveling to a state makes the biggest difference. It's the difference entire in the message. World. It's who he was campaigning to. Right. You know, the idea of him For sure. being a populist uh, president is that he would have said whatever, whatever anyone wanted, wanted to hear that he was in front of. Okay, that's so a good point. So if, if he was trying to be that person in New York or in California or in these big liberal we cities. Raise the, fifth, the minimum exactly. wage to 50%. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. 17%. That's what I'm saying. You can't live my, on 15%. My point is, exactly. I don't think he would have changed his strategy all that much. It, you know, he still would have campaigned in those populist states in, in the Midwest. He wouldn't have. I, no, you only have to strategy. campaign in four places. It's much cheaper if we don't, I don't have the electoral that. I don't, I don't think that's true because of, because of TV coverage and all this stuff. It's not like you have, like, I, like him campaigning in Wisconsin and Iowa is not going to have a negative effect on his popular vote. No, but it has a negative effect on his ability to get more votes where they matter. So if you can go to a higher concentration sure, of people of course, I don't doubt and that. talk to them in the way that they all all want to be talked to. I, I, like you can yeah. talk to LA and convince okay, them almost all to be behind you. Like that is No, a, no, no. I don't agree with that. Point. Well, do you think his message would have changed? That's the real question. Exactly. No. Yeah. Why? Because that was the only way. Well, maybe Yeah, of course well, it would have changed. Uh if it honestly, if there was no electoral college, you wouldn't have had a chance and he wouldn't have I don't know how they would have, what strategy they would have had, honestly. He speaks to the crowd, man. Whatever they want to hear is what he's going to say. So that, no, he speaks to how, a certain crowd. No, that, that, he that, spoke that, to a certain crowd because of the Electoral College. If he only needed no, to get no, no, New no, York no, no, and L.A., it was do you strategic. think he would have changed? Strategic, do you think he won but, by accident, man? No, well, that's not what I'm talking about. But you're saying like, oh, it just happened to be. No, they happened to be white people. What are you talking about? Right, because they did the math and they realized that's how they could win. That's how he could be so fucking cocky this whole time, saying <laughs> all, right. all your You're polls are wrong. A lot of fucking credit, a lot of credit. At this point, they were bumbling morons. They were also losing by ten points. Don't this, forget. Don't forget the bubble you fucking live in, dude. I, it's not about the bubble. I was I, the polls were this, okay? And I don't. I really do believe that Hillary lost this election in the last couple of weeks. Although you can argue that it because it was a close race, just like a close basketball game. It could have been any point along the way that was down to the last shot. The point. is is she was up by 10 points 
in the last week, you can look at all the polls up by 10 points in every other state, and that lead dwindled to about three within a margin of error within the last day. James that, Comey? It was because of James Comey. Okay, we, we, let's not underestimate this. I know everyone's like, oh, it's conspiracy theory bullshit. No, it's not. That's what swung all this tightrope that was on the fence. That made the difference in three big blue wall states. I, I, I just can't believe that. It's like, that close. Well, that's what's can't, close. Can't believe what? I'm it's 10,000 votes. We're talking about well, 10,000 votes. I, I can't believe that the that much was swayed by her emails. You know, especially coming out. It was of a that, big deal. It was well, all no, no. the news cycle. That, while everyone was talking at that about point in the fucking cycle. Everyone already knew. So, so if you were already anti-Hillary, you were anti-Hillary. No, when Comey came out, they were like, "Holy shit, she might actually be charged. She might actually be indicted. She might actually go to jail." And, Before and the, that, they were like, "Oh, it's bullshit." <laughs> And I think the, a lot of people. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. go ahead. No, I think a lot of independent people really did switch their votes, and I know people don't think that. People think everything was decided. Well, all it takes is ten thousand, or even five thousand people. If the margin was ten thousand, it's only five thousand people that switched their minds. And don't underestimate people in Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania, in the middle of the state, in suburbs, to easily switch their mind on these kind of issues when they're on the fence. So they won't know the exactly the the exact numbers until about May. But the from the exit polls, most of what the pollsters are talking about is again, it's not so much that people switch their votes, it's that the Clinton supporters didn't come out as expected. I agree there, too. That's the case. So, but, so but, okay, the Comey thing suppressed me. the vote. Sure, I think the sure. Comey thing is like, it's deflated. Sure. You're right. I, I mentioned that, I think too, that's a yes thing. and to me. I think I agree. Yeah. I think that's more of probably the reason. I think that's what people are sure. pointing to because they're looking at specific counties sure. where Obama turned out and Hillary didn't. Um, I think that's the case. and the, That's the, also a big fault of the DNC. Keep though. in mind, though, the, 100%. the question at the moment— And Hillary. The question, at the, the question at the moment isn't so much why did Hillary lose or why did Trump yeah, win. Yeah, we're way the, down the, that. the question that we're yeah. really trying to answer is if Trump is always so swayed by the last person he speaks to, right, and if, he, if this popular vote really is all he needed to get elected and where the populace is is in the big cities, wouldn't he just be shouting, you know, $17 minimum wage and talking about more equality? He, I don't think yeah. he gives a fuck as far as he's and, a conspiracy-minded even, guy. Even if but, it wasn't him, someone would do that now. That would be right. a very easy strategy for Bernie to fucking enact. And then Bernie would only have to win three fucking states. And he would be the president of everyone who doesn't like him. Right. So I guess that's that's the question. But in, anyway, so, so we're we're trying to answer the question of what good is the electoral college. And I guess we've once again sort of explained why it's silly. But um, we we did mention silly. We're still on silly, huh? Electoral college being silly. Yeah. Are you suggesting I should be more adult in what I say and not say silly, or are you just saying that it no, isn't silly? No, I'm, I'm suggesting I didn't think that's the conclusion we came to. No, we. I don't think we ever came to a conclusion. I, I'm uh, so I'm, uh, maybe I'm overstating it. I don't think it's silly. I recognize what it's there for. However, it it. I think it's, it's we, we it just, was necessary. We just elected Donald fucking Trump for president, and mm-hmm. I. I I don't think that think that we're not viewing it in the proper context. Again, I, I think, think this goes back to Joey's further point that it is the winner take all system that is the problem. It sure. is the fact that we need some way of being able to give some leverage to the populace and giving some leverage to the states. Yeah, I agree. We need them to have some sort of voice in the president, or it's just going to be a completely useless thing that no, you know, every year it's going to be not my president, not my president. Right. So in order to have every everyone be a part of that the electoral college is that compromise but why, i think the problem is just that that why idea is an that, equal vote not part of that 
that's the whole that's if someone in Wyoming gets the same vote as me in California this is why is we that, have the House and the Senate this is the age old debate of that's still d- there of our democracy still there right and that, under, that is supposed those. to be the, the the electoral college that is supposed to be that compromise listen I understand the purpose of the electoral college I'm saying here's my point I think overall the electoral college is a product of a fledgling young democracy who is scared of a slide back into authoritarianism which was legitimate because it's the fucking 19th and 18th century. And George Washington honestly could have been a dictator if he Aren't, wasn't so isn't fucking- Isn't that exactly what we're scared of right now though? Agreed, but I think that that's not, the electoral college is not saving us from that. Right, because that's no, the problem. Well, it's not working, but that doesn't mean it's a bad idea. That doesn't mean we should throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right, but I think, we, I think we're in agreement that it needs If there was a safeguard against authoritarianism, the electoral college isn't it. Well, it wasn't necessarily a safeguard against authoritarianism. It was a safeguard against the dumb masses. It was also a safeguard against time. Well, the what fact you that- call the again, I don't call the dumb masses. I think the masses are are stupid in general, but I like the masses. I, 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 I I'm. I, I'm saying from the perspective of the people that wrote it. I I'm saying that, that they but, but were afraid that the people were too were stupid they? to vote. Honestly, who they were, were they? Rich white landowning okay, males, there and we they go. they were the same people that didn't want the people to vote for the president in the first place. But that's another problem. Is I think back then the pe- the average person was so different. I think the average person today actually is somewhat educated. And not oh, we're still stupid. Yeah, dude. I mean, but, but okay, okay, come on. Think, but, but the basic level for think about this: the citizenship. Sh- sh- test rather if you have to travel here and, and become a citizen think of all that stuff you have to study how many for know people that. that vote could actually pass the citizenship okay test. agreed but, but how many people back in 1787 could have passed that test i believe people were very in, uh, much more informed than we give them credit for the idea of the, the tavern reader right the, no but that didn't that didn't matter you had wandering minstrels just because people were i mean that's you know you know hundreds of years before that but i'm saying you know going <laughs> back there there were the you know there's Tip a canoe and Tyler too. Exactly. Well, that, <laughs> right, that was the thing. You you would get on the railroad and you would fucking go from state to state and pitch your shit. Sure. And that was an event. You know, people weren't tied to their TVs. Sure. So they would gather around to these political conventions and hear people talk. People, you know, I think we're actually less informed now, even though we feel informed. There's more information around us, but that does okay. not mean we're more informed. I think there's more information and less knowledge right yes. now. That's, that seems to be, Very much kind, so. of, that seems to be kind of issue right now. Okay. Um, so. <clears throat> the, fuck. Um, so the we talked a little bit about the nukes and Trump's you know complete inability to sort of have a a genuine conviction rather than going kind of with the last person he spoke to Um, and this word's been thrown around constantly as far as him not having the correct temperament (laughs) him having the right temperament of being president he's Um, got the best temperament yeah tweeting in the middle of the night that's normal well before we get to any I want my president to be up all night (laughs) answer me this real quick Um, how do you think the world sees us right now? I, I, well, uh, what, what, what parts of the world? Yeah, because the world uh, okay, is Europe. very, Let, very. Let's start with Europe. Let's start with our our <laughs> closest allies. How do our how are our allies responding to this situation? You mean uh, the people that are brexiting? And again, they're, like, again, they're very very due right now. I mean, we could talk about the Conservative Party that's in power in UK. Okay, uh, they're a little weirded out. Honestly, they view the UKIP party as kind of stupid morons on the on the right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they're kind of putting Trump in that part. In that part, so they think they're kind. Of, we're kind of part of the the Independence Party, kind of just isolationist right now. We want to close our doors and be stupid. Right, just pre World right. War One mentality. We're yeah. just we're just really scared right now. We want to we want to put our heads in the sand and close up and be isolationist. Okay, I, I assume they think the same thing we thought about Brexit. I assume they think that we were just you know children 
throwing a tantrum and, you know, trying to fucking light the world on fire. So the, the biggest tantrum that it seems to be, you know, that we're throwing essentially is the fact that we are in charge of NATO. Um, and without us, there is no NATO effectively. Um, but we're the ones who are sort of paying so much and not getting much out of it. Is that a fair statement or is that unfair? I, I what do you guys well, think? Well, it depends what you def- yeah. what you find as get out of it. Um, we get world peace in some ways out of it. Okay. We also yeah, get, we get, a we also get extreme uh, yeah. leverage in pretty much every political discussion because of it, because we're supporting it. I feel like now, that's less that, and less. But you know what? Trump has a point. He's right. We, I mean, the, for the amount that we put in, we get shit and they don't, they should be putting in more. That's theoretically correct. Mm-hmm. Um Ah, use theoretically again. I'm sorry. I stop. <laughs> it's like my worst habit. It is. You do say it a lot. It's okay. It's the worst. Um, well, yeah, as far as I understand, I believe there's like 28 countries, I think, in NATO. Um, and all of, all of whom are required to pay 2% of their GDP <laughs> into NATO. And <laughs> and only, f- I think, five countries are doing so. Um, so it, does that do, – do we need some – you know, uh, reevaluation there? Does NATO in general need an overhaul? The biggest issue here to me is that NATO, honestly, since its inception has never really had to deal with a real, real situation. They've had to deal with small situations. You know, Iraq, honestly, was the first real situation they had to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the we're real, the only ones. The real situation we're talking about it. here is Russia. That, that's obvious. This is the elephant that they're not talking about. Precisely, that's what yeah, NATO is set up for. Yeah. Uh, and now, more than ever, Russia is more of a threat than it's ever been, honestly, uh, which is creepy. Break Not necessarily to our existence, but in the sense of their imperialistic capabilities and and ambition, which is starting to get creepier, creepier. Capitalism's uh, been pretty good for them. In fact, last week they put more ICBM, not ICBMs, I'm sorry, MCBMs or whatever, in the ground in Kaliningrad. What's uh, an MCBM? Yeah, what is that? Okay, so it's like a medium ballistic missile or whatever. Not in, oh, not, I'm not sorry. Inter- Maybe it is inter, I don't know, I forgot. Well, it's some ballistic missile, whatever. They're putting a lot of missiles with nuclear warheads <laughs> in Kaliningrad. Uh, Kaliningrad, do you guys know what Kaliningrad is? I'm sorry if I'm Not a clue. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just assume we do not know anything. Okay, so- I know Russia's the big one over there. So in, It used it, to be a lot bigger. So yeah. <laughs> after, picture after World War II in 45, um, we're, they're splitting up Germany and Poland. The wall. So Poland gets obviously becomes an independent country, but there's this little area where uh, there used to be Gdansk and uh, oh no I'm sorry not Gdansk um, uh, Konigsberg Konigsberg I forgot I'm from saying that right Konigsberg right sure <laughs> Anyways, it's a big coastal town on like the northern part of Germany like it used to be part of Germany but basically coastal Russia what uh, Baltic like, coast okay. northern coast I'm sorry got it. Uh, and and Russia kept this little part, and it's like an island. It's it's it, it's surrounded by Poland, and it's separate from Russia completely. So it's Russia's little like enclave in Western Europe. Okay, okay. Hong Kong, and it's actually it's exactly, and they wanted to turn it into their Hong Kong. It's creepy that you say that because that's mm. exactly the words that they use. Wow. And they build a shitload of TVs and high maintenance, not high maintenance, high tech stuff there. This is post ninety uh, four or uh, forty five. Sure. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I mean, and more, and more since 1990, since the fall. It's like they're- key. Oh, gotcha. And, and basically they put a shitload of their, they had like a million soldiers there. That was their big like yeah, outpost. Yeah. And they took some of these soldiers away, but that's the point is they put a lot of Euro missiles. That, that was a big thing. Put a lot of ballistic missiles there and that threatened all of Europe. That was really why we have still troops in Germany, Romania, all these different places to counter Kaliningrad and all these other areas. Now, the point is with- Crimea, 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 Crimea. Oh, shit. Wow. I can't even pronounce these places. The You're cha- doing pretty good. It cha- well, it changes <laughs> yeah. the whole dynamic. Okay. Like that was, that really fucked everything. Cause they put- break that down though. What does that mean? Yeah. I know how to say the word. I have no <laughs> idea what it means. Okay. So 
Putin, uh, again, this is somewhat- He annexed Crimea, right? Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah so I, he, I didn't want to completely- Yeah, he did. Sure. Yeah. He, yeah. he just took Crimea. For yeah. whatever reasons, whatever when was political this? reasons, this is this now, past year. Now, it's, it's tough to argue completely here because there is some Russian ethnicity basis in that area. Sure. Because of when Peter the Great in like literally 1720 or whatever invaded and put Russians there imperialistically. Yes. Wait, it went, what is the Crimean War? Is that- Yeah, that was, wow, I think eight, shit, uh, I forget the date here. I'm going to say- Okay, but that wasn't Putin a year ago, right? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. This is why I know the, the word Crimean, I think, so like, I'm sorry if I get the dates wrong No, here. no, like what was, what's I'm, the deal? I think uh, I'm talking 1790s, that's a guess. Okay. What's the deal with the Crimean War? I'll look it up. <laughs> I think it was a, basically a colonial war. It was, okay. it was France and England, I think, wanted to fight for area against Russia, I think. Gotcha. So for whatever reason, Russia felt they had- you know, a right to annex Crimea. They did, but they had some sort of that's basis, this year. Yes, historical and, and basis. To, there, to I clarify, guess. what some I mean by small. annex is essentially they ha they are now currently occupying it. They sent military. Yeah. They sent military the, the, their military into Crimea to to essentially take that part of the country. Okay. And sorry, now, Crimean War by the way, eighteen fifties. Sorry. Okay, it's fine. Sure. Apologies. Ironically, I was going to say that. I don't know why. There's not anyway. Um. So. That what's wrong with that? I guess is the question. <laughs> Imperialism. Okay, I don't like it. Break it down for me. It's just, <laughs> it's just against the self determination of Ukraine. Ukraine also was thinking about joining NATO, and they have a right to be democratic. And the thing is, Ukraine has always been tied after ever since World War II between the West and the East, and they don't want to be part of the Soviet Union. There's a good majority there, I think, that want to be turning towards the West and be more liberal democratic and social democratic. Okay. And there's a good portion of Ukraine. I would say, I would say, forty percent. Not to guess. I mean, I don't know exact numbers there. They're probably very conservative, and like the idea of the Soviet Union and like the Russian dominance there. And are looking towards the east. So what's the, what's wrong with the way Russia? I, we've talked about this a little bit, but but kind of distill it for me. Well, there's what's nothing the wrong inherently with, wrong with them. It's just that their human rights violations are really fucked up, and the way they treat their people is fucked up. That's I'm what I'm saying. saying. So what is that? What do you mean? It's the what is what? I'm sorry. What what, what are those human what are those rights specific violations? ones? Yeah. What are their human rights violations? Well, you can look at how they treat. Uh, they don't have a free press in many ways. Okay. Um, they treat. We won't soon. Uh, yeah, I know. Don't say that. That scares me. It's possible. Okay. Yeah, I know it's possible. Just break it down, though. So, okay, yeah. so you said no. they don't have a free tra right. free press. They, so they jail they jail dissenters, people who sure. who publish so bad things about Putin. Come on, no, 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 they stop, specifically stop. I don't jail. Like, I don't like that. I gotta say, you're, you're, you're making me angry. I don't like these false equivalencies. <laughs> Comparing us to Russia like that is bullshit. Well, it's, I, I it's think important. it's a lens. Man. It's no, it's not. To, it's no, it's not. To know I'm what's sorry. Wrong. I know I'm sound like an objective ethnocentric it American. It's not true, though. It is important to know what they're doing and understand why it's wrong. We don't jail people without we jail terror. Okay, yes, it's fucked up to have Guantanamo, but we don't jail our own just, citizens just like stand that. Just stay on track. Stay trial. Stand I'm track. sorry. You're going, you're going crazy. It's fine. I'm so so I'm angry. They, it, which is fine, but, but, the pipeline. but focus it. Focus it. What? They're jailing, they're jailing protesters in the pipeline without That's, their yes. charges. Okay, it's, it's something we do, man. Like You can't just not, wave a wand and say list, that we're holier than thou. Let's list the things specifically. So they, they jail dissenters of Putin if you publish the wrong thing, essentially, yeah. right? Um, how are they with uh, with gay rights? <laughs> it's illegal to be gay. In, it, there's in, no gay rights. It's illegal to be gay in in Russia, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, so that's another thing, and that that would it, many in the West would consider that a human rights violation. It's not something you can control, etc. Um, what are some of the other things that that those are the only two I really know? Well, I mean, it, that's enough right there. But oh, voting stuff. Oh, yeah, are, yeah, are they a free democracy? Why is exactly Putin... the fact is Putin doesn't have any term limits and can yeah. run indefinitely. Why doesn't he have any term limits? Power? 
Well, because because the dem- democracy that Boris Yeltsin set up was flawed. Um, Don't go too nerdy. Just well, just break it down. Well, that's kind we, of the I, that's just the decision they made. We didn't have term limits until fucking Roosevelt. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's it's not inherent to to. Uh, we still don't have term limits. It's not fucking inherent Congress. to democracy. It's not. Yeah, term limits are definitely not inherent to democracy. Okay. Either. Well, so it, it, way, that's event. one thing I agree with Trump on. He, he does, however, they, they do, however, he wants term limits. He wants term limits? Yep. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, he's Me mentioned too. that. He's mentioned that. Well, he's mentioned everything. We'll in that. all that's sides never going to happen because so. Mitch McConnell and will never. It's fine. That, I would but. love to say something good about Trump at some point. Yeah. Um, the the truth is, they do hold elections in Russia. It's just that a, like it usually wins by like ninety some fucking percent yeah. because of the fact <laughs> that it's not in the best interest of someone to, as a media outlet, publish things against the guy who's running, and thus the populace. It's who also votes. not in your best interest as a voter to vote against. Precisely. So, so that's the issue with kind of imper- not imperialism, but that's the the essentially the dictatorship and the the authoritarian government that we could be facing soon um, if we don't keep our heads on straight with this kind of shit. And I'm not being alarmist. Um, this is a this is something that's currently occurring in the world, so it's not unheard of. And the the person who Trump essentially sees as a good model for the way that he runs his country is mm-hmm. Vladimir fucking Putin. Mm-hmm. So I don't think anything you're saying is out of the yeah, ordinary. No, this is all legit. We're all on board, exactly. Man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't think you're being alarmist either. I think that's okay. You're, you're just the, re- the tone of voice is alarmist, but the words are spot on. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to keep control. It's not like you're reading tea leaves. You're reading evidence that's yeah, yeah, happening right. every day. Right. So, yeah. So, so it's important to just recognize that as we move forward and determine, you know, who his transitional team is, et cetera, and, and really, more importantly, how the world sees us. Now, as far as I understand, without us in NATO, Russia continues to take over the rest of Europe. Is that too much to say? Is that's that too not much a- to say. Okay. So, um, talk to me. Yeah, because they can At least can't. It's, it's own land back, right? Yeah, they, I think they would try to start getting former Pre-World Soviet War II. Union stuff. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Who knows what that might lead to? This is called appeasement. You know, there's a reason for it. Uh, they're powerful. They still got the most nukes in the world. They don't have. They can't. Still can't beat us militarily. Are they still two, or are they three behind China now? What do you mean economically? Well, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we used to say the two world powers, Russia and China. They're, they're sorry, right up there. Russia but here's the thing: is they're buddy buddy. They're, yeah, yeah. So they're, you, can, China you can view them as so essentially they're, they're the, the new same. Axis power, essentially. And, yep. Right on. For sure. So how are, are they our our enemies? Are they foreign adversaries? Well, how would you describe? Sure, United I think that's States actually not a bad word you just used. Free enemy? They're not an they're not an enemy. I think that's a little strong. Although I would view them as that personally. Uh, um, they're not America's That's, enemy. Okay. They're my enemy because they're an authoritarian state, and I view myself personally as a against any authoritarian state. Okay. It really depends on whether or not you believe the Cold War is still going on. See Paula Tinkering for that. Actually. Last week. <laughs> was it really last week? No. <laughs> last week was... Oh, yeah, it was last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, never mind. No, last oh, week was Civil, Civil War. War. It was like God. three... It was Cold like, War was like four ago. Yeah, yeah it was sorry. a long time ago. I don't know. It's um, wars, man. American wars. <laughs> so, so the same. W- um, there, there also is a danger of us sort of severing relationships with China, correct or no? China. Is that fair to say at this point? Yes, China. I'm um, sorry. I think there's a there's a fair to say that he might fro- freeze some of these relationships and it might cause some extra tariffs, stuff okay. like that. And I don't think it's going to cause slightly war with China. Although, you know, let's be honest, there already is a shitload of tension going on in the South China. China Sea right now with with war games and their their planes flying over our ships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you know it's not that crazy that something you know someone's trigger might slip and we might have some sort of incident. They do also own all of our movie studios. Now here's the. <laughs> 
Do they? Is this your oh, thing with Sony? That's, yeah. that's sort of true. No, that's they, all. They uh, killed Michael Jackson. We, that, I mean, that, well, it's kind of true. This, yeah, this, this is less than the Sony thing. This is actually truth. They, they, the Chinese interests have bought up the majority of production studios in Hollywood, and that is why we had the what was it, um, uh, Red uh, Red Dawn. So Red Dawn was originally supposed to be the Chinese invading, right. but they, they, that happened just as the Chinese corporations were taking over the, the studios and they made them redo that movie so that it was all Koreans taking over so that the Chinese weren't, you know, this is the, new, the new Red Dawn, right? the new Red Dawn. I yeah. haven't seen it. The original Red Dawn was Russia. So, but ba- uh, back in this, back in this temperament <laughs> issue, the, Sorry. The, no, okay. <laughs> the, the, um, you mentioned something interesting there as far as we do have some war games going on, some little things and someone's figuring. Finger, finger slips, right? Some plain chicken. Yeah. Right. Now, sure. here, here's the question. If if a bomb goes off near an American, you know, ship, how is our president, our president-elect going to respond to that? We have a – I don't know. And that's probably the thing that scares me the most. Yeah. I, I really don't know legitimate. how he's going to respond to these types of things. If he can fucking flip out over Hamilton, like just kind of putting Mike Pence on blast, he all of a sudden – I don't know how he's going to fucking respond to a, a tiny little thing. Is he going to fucking – you know, if – well. Is okay. it going to fucking nuke sure. North Korea if they torpedo a ship? Well, I like, agree. Really, honestly, I think let's think about that. Here's the, uh, Normally, I would say this. I would say, well, let's look at the people he surrounds himself with, and that would kind of give us a guide. And we can kind of look at that, and we will in a second. Mm-hmm. But he's the wild card, and we don't mm-hmm. quite know. And he wild always, card, bitches! And he always, this is the key, he always thinks he knows better than the experts, even his own experts. Yes, that's true. Even he, people he, he hires. He knows more than the generals. He knows mm-hmm. everyone. He knows more than anyone. So, yeah. so he might make some crazy decision that we haven't even thought of yet. Um, and I don't know if it's good or it's going to be bad. It's pretty much a roll of the dice. Yeah. And that's – you're right. That's scary as fuck. One, is it is it in his power to drop a nuclear weapon and is he capable of doing so? Yes and yes. I think yes and no. You don't, you don't think, think he's, he's capable? capable? Okay. Really? Why not? That gives me hope. I don't think he's suicidal. We well, see it as suicide. He, yeah, he, I don't he, think... he, we have the we have the most power on the planet. He's uh, the guy that, who went bankrupt. I mean, he, he's, 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 he's that, in the for risks. Well, I Isn't guess... he the guy that said we have all these nukes? Why don't we use them? Three times, I believe. It might turn the entire world against us. Sure. Is that a concern of his? Yes. Really? He still wants to be loved. Even oh, he wants to be loved by America. Every, now, everyone too. Ha, so even uh, even in his delusional well, way. Break this yeah. down for me. Imagine imagine he's actually listening. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, he also doesn't want to be responsible for, for World War Three. I mean, he's not an idiot. Well, so no, I, well, I know, I know. But why is it that dropping a nuclear weapon starts World War Three? Well, yeah, especially well, if it's on North Korea. Yeah, well, if it's on North Korea, what happens? If it's on North Korea and it's unprovoked? No, let's Minor say, let's say a, tor- a, a, tor- a torpedo goes into one of our subs, right? A North Korean torpedo. It's confirmed that they- I just they, think there's they... no way he would nuke. That's just an absolutely asymmetrical reaction that doesn't need to happen. Kind of like fucking flipping out on Twitter and like screaming at people for the tiniest little- I but there's no body count. There's no body I mean, count. I, it's, it's, I'm not I'm not Twitter versus I'm a simply, nuke, is it? I, I'm looking at his temperament in general. I, I, I don't agree know that his, his temperament is scary. I still think that yeah. that's a little- I don't That's think, a just a t- tad step too far. Maybe. I don't think proportional responses- necessarily in his vocabulary that's all and i, mean. I don't no, I don't, and I don't disagree okay. he might yeah. give a disproportional response yeah. i'm saying the nuke is 
above that disproportional. <laughs> it is exponentially. Okay, crazy. well then so, that's that's assuming right, they might blow up one of our tanks and we might blow up one of their cities, but which sure. is fucked up, of course, and extremely horrific. But I'm saying he might not nuke that city. That's all I'm saying. That's okay. also assuming he really understands the context of what it means to nuke. Like that is someone's going to have to tell. Him. I think he has some idea of that. We we hope, but there are people that I, I you know there's there's people that just don't understand what that means. Like I, I that kinda is don't myself to be honest with you. I mean, well, here's the thing is nukes are more powerful than they've ever been. Right. Uh, uh, sure. Imagine they, one blast happens and LA is gone. Right. Yeah. Okay. Forever. For, for <laughs> cool. 10 so, Sounds like a powerful weapon. And then, you It know, might not be just LA. It might also be like Orange County. It might and then also, 14 miles around that, fine, everyone so is irradiated I, that's and what I'm saying. dying so I can slowly. incinerate and an then, entire fucking country and, and they're never going to fucking bother no, us no, again. And, exactly. and then that radiation cloud might spread throughout the entire country and cause radiation cancer for, forever. It might, though. Regardless of all Depending that, I'm, upon the wind I'm yeah. simply asking what the problem is of doing that. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that in in the moral sense? Sure, yeah, in in every possible sense you can you can you know explain <laughs> I mean, it's to just me. Just dis- mass destruction. It's it's evil. Well, why I is destroy it evil? buildings I mean, all the time worked. to build newer, better, bigger buildings? Yeah, I mean that really is the You're question. De- I mean, destroying human lives to build more human sometimes. lives. Sometimes. I don't have think to in happen. a situation that's logical. That's not the case. You know, at, at those numbers, human life becomes a number. When you're when you're the president, human lives and the number of lives I saved is a question you have not to answer daily. Disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying that that's not the math here. That's all. It, that's not. That's it it not can easily become the math in his head. The right. same way that well, we say. He, well, the same way that we say that, that he, we saved so many lives by dropping Na- well, Nagasaki honestly, and Hiroshima. Okay, sure, you're right. And here's here's what scares me is that he's willing to believe stuff like Alex Jones that is completely baseless, and that's where we start getting into the scary stuff that he might have this math in his head that is completely baseless. That's why I'm saying I. I I, I hope you're I, right, but I disagree I just with you. Think I, I'm scared, but there is something in the back of my brain that says to me, yes, he's. Yes, he's 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 a little nuts, so, but I still don't think he's completely nuts. So I don't think he's Hitler. I don't think he's Mussolini. I think he is more of a Putin or a Castro. Yeah, I, he's I, not evil. He's I mean, willing to hurt, harm people to get his way, but he's not a sociopathic ma- murderer, massacre. No, yeah, I don't think I'm he gets to... off on killing people, but I don't think he has a problem with it. Right, that's what I'm trying to say. It's no, a... I think he has a problem with it. I do. I think he has a problem. I just don't think he has a problem with hurting people to get to the top while ignoring them. That's something different that he does all the time. Time. But I don't think he's he's willing to kill someone to get to the top. Or in something. this scenario, it has nothing to do with him sort of advancing his power. Right now, it's a question of protection. We have a, we'll see. We have a country. I, I, don't, I don't I don't know. Maybe we, I'm just talking out of my ass here. I, I just all I'm asking is how can you explain to me the real problem with it? Don't just assume that it's wrong. The problem to, to is we don't know what's going to happen. And you clearly said it already. It's just it's an unknown. No, no. I'm saying if if, I'm, tr- if like you know if if I'm asking you what's wrong with dropping a nuclear weapon. Sure, break down the moral oh, element. Well, like, I what's mean, wrong with killing civilians? I'll put it that way. Really? I mean, we don't have to go over that. Of course. Why? Wrong. This is a philosophy show. Every single question needs to be asked, period. Okay, Nothing sure. is just uh, obvious. All right, well, the argument for killing civilians in World War II was that it would end the war quicker. And that's what su- the, the pre-World War II thinking up, and was actually very modern thought, was that the most civilian way to, to, to end a war was to end it fast. Trump was actually a proponent of finding the families and friends of terrorists and killing them. That's what scares me is that he might have this pre-World War II mentality of, of doing all and you can, and, and this includes torture. He clearly to, does. He's very in favor of torture. He's watched every episode of 24. <laughs> all right. Are you guys just trying to scare the shit out of me? You're doing a good job. That's, I'm asking you, I don't what know is what the to problem? say. What is the problem? I, I'm trying to find What's your hope. What's the problem? Hope? With the moral problem? It, I just, it's just, 
it's like what the saying. What's the problem with racism? Of course, it's it's just no. There's not. That's, it's not. Yeah, nothing that's is not inherent. Obvious. Okay, nothing is obvious. It's so, obvious to me, but maybe I, and that's try the, to break that's it down. the point. So then, Shawnee, can you break it down? What's the problem with killing a civilian in a in a military combat? <sighs> I mean, in it, well, I mean, it, it's really only moralistic, and it really only breaks down to, uh, you know, religion. Uh, other than you know the logistics of if we kill civilians, then more people are more likely to come after us. Um, that you know, the moralistically, if if it's a pure numbers game, I can't necessarily say that killing civilians is immoral. Okay. You know, was dropping Nagasaki and Hiroshima was that immoral? I don't know. Like the the numbers are kind of incountable either way. Well, why is it simply uh, – uh, and what exactly are you counting there? The lives lost? Lives lost versus possible lives lost. Okay. So the so argument that's the is all, that you're working on there? Well, I mean well, that's, the, that's yeah. the argument that's always put forth is that the number of lives sa- – that it was okay that we dropped those bombs because the number of lives saved far outweighed the number of lives lost in those two incidents. Okay. So by, you know, by stopping the war early, we saved not only American lives but Japanese lives as well. Well, again, I mean we, – so we have a situation here. Just where North worries. Korea is in sort of a total war mentality, like, mm-hmm. and I think you were mentioning Joey, like that. That's the, they needed something so horrific to sort of snap them out of their their you know haze, which essentially North Korea right now has their you know in their mentality, their their fearless leader is a god in their if eyes. If they start moving into South Korea, is it incumbent upon us to stop that? So is it there? It, yes. Will that will yes. that nuclear weapon snap them out of it? I mean, it, that's there's an argument to be said to be made there that, that that's well, the easiest and quickest way to put it to an end. Yeah, there's, but I don't actually. Uh, I think that I think many military leaders would disagree, and that say, would actually, we can do just as many da- much damage with our conventional warfare. So I don't think that's necessarily because yeah, they're paid by the war. But it's also the here's the big problem with nuclear warfare is the is the environmental effect, and it it basically renders the you land. Think Trump gives a fuck. It's not so much Listen, Trump. Hold on, so much, Trump. let me finish my so sentence. Trump. I know, I'm sorry. It's the point is that you can't live there. Humans cannot. No, not just humans. Life cannot exist on this specific piece of land for 10,000 years. Right, but if it allows the people in South Korea to continue to exist, then that certainly is justification. Um... We, no. we're not we're not bombing them because we want that city. We're right. bombing them because we want them to not hurt us. I understand. I understand the justification. And I think I'm not saying that there is no way we could we should be able to use a nuke. I, I don't agree with that. I think that there are situations where it's possible. But I think this is very, very, very Far-fetched, that's but, all. I by think, no I, means— Here's the thing. I think we're just getting a little bit off on the North Korea thing, but I think that it's—the real the real warfare here is not North Korea. I'm sorry to say it. It's asymmetrical warfare between terrorism, and that's no, what he's really going to be facing in the next four years. I'm certainly. sorry. No, no the okay, question that we're answering is whether or not Trump would— I we're answering Trump another would... question, but I just think that it's it's not a good question. That's all I'm saying, because I think <laughs> that— you it, can't answer it? Why? No, I, can, I told you I can. I could it's just answer. not plausible. Wait, no, exactly. It's just not plausible. I can answer. You want to answer why the morality of killing a civilian is bad? Sure. We, I thought we've done that, but I just think it's just, un- it's just unnecessary because the civilians are not members of this war. They were not, they're not conscripted into this war. They are not active members. They are not parties in this war. Okay. The, but wars, if they voted for the people that started the war. Maybe they didn't. How do you know they did? Depends. We, we, this North is hypothetical Korea, in countries. The North Korea situation. In North Korea situation, Obviously well, no. yeah, they did. I mean, they, they didn't have what? a choice, but they what? still have elections in North Korea. What? 
Sure, but yeah. in practical purposes, as, as much as they do in Russia. They, I mean, it's, no, it, I mean, well, even less than more, they do in even Russia. more because they're because they're, oh, they're, yeah. they're, their populace has gone way over to the other side where they actually see. And this is not all North Koreans. I view them as a prisoner. I just view them as a prisoner society. I think so too. I, view them as, I, I as think a, it's fair. Like it's a view them as Cuba. I think it's a brainwashed I mean, thing. They're, they're yeah. prisoners. They're I sure. as victims. I don't view them as uh, as active members. And I think that's the important distinction to be made here, right? They they, they are sort of passive in this war. How much, however much they hate us, and however much. They, you know, any may, perhaps any member of their society would take up arms against Just think us. About the number of children, like literally children. Are children making a choice? Sure. Is it okay? Did to they mur- vote? Is it okay to murder a children? There's while dropping millions of children weapon? in every country. Are we just going to murder them all? No. Fuck, fuck. No. Of course not. Yeah, but no, no. But it's it's important to make that distinction. I know. Don't. Yeah. Just I know. Don't. No, you're right. It's great. You know I know. What I mean? think, this is good stuff. No, honestly, no. I think you're right, and I want to say why you're right. I think you're right because it. it and this was interesting on keeping at sixteen hundred. They say this too. It's like we should stop taking obvious rights and important things that we hold dear for granted, and we should really defend them with all our heart because now's the time. Right. And it's a good point. And you know, maybe we should stop just assuming that everyone. Believes the way we do and really defend. You're right. The most important moral justifications and that kind of thing. You could so. Well, Trump. Thank you. Trump has challenged pretty much every one of the Bill of Rights except for number two. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, that is very true. Um, okay, so I, I think that's the temperament question. Let's move on to something a little bit more fun. Uh, Trump's tweets. Trump's tweets. Tweet, 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 Trump's tweets. Trump's tweets. He's um, tweeting something stupid, fucking stupid. Trump's so tweets. I have, I have a, I have an interesting thought on the tweets. Um, people are talking about like taking it away from him, like, like maybe he shouldn't do it as a president. What if this really is his outlet? Like, yeah, what it's if, the, what it's if the new fireside him, chat. What if? Well, no, no, not even so much the fireside chat, but like, what if allowing him the, oh, the ventilation of sure. doing this actually, the steam like, valve. It, yeah. yeah, like at least you know where he's, oh, what, where his head's I at, and already feel that way. <laughs> yeah, okay. since I already know everything he it's says like on Twitter is bullshit. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, you just have, you're just bullshitting now. I'll let you bullshit. Go ahead, bullshit. He's like speaking into the into the world. Right, like, he's just we like know shouting into the air, and maybe he's just venting rather than like, well, I'm going to vent on this policy that's actually going to affect millions. At least it's somewhat transparent. At least I know what his dumbass mind is thinking. Uh, yeah, it's I think the transparency that Obama promised us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't right. know what that means, but okay. Uh, Obama, it's a dig at Obama. Yeah, bit. Obama ran on oh. basically, you know, making sure that all bills were completely online and everything was transparent <laughs> before anything was voted this on. This isn't and, quite. He's not explaining every bill he's doing. He's bitching no, no. about Hamilton. I, I, and, I was and, making a joke about a joke bullshit. about a joke. Jesus. So, we, so but let's not compare. Okay. We will mention. I, so the Hamilton part, I'll mention Obama's briefly. Obama's not my president. Which we, I don't want to go too far off. I don't think we talked. Have we talked about Hamilton yet on this show? And I think everybody's beaten it to it. death. I had um, something I haven't really heard talked about. Um, so just to break it down once again, um, Mike break Pence down. went to Hamilton. Went to a, a in showing case you were Hamilton. living literally yeah. under a rock. As yeah. he was walking in, or in um, a rock. he was booed. <laughs> He was booed by people as he was walking in. Just and, a bit. And then, you know, sat down, watched the show at the at the end of the show. That's what the freedom cast, sounds like. The cast went when yeah, yeah, so exactly. You, yeah. you jumped you jumped in you jumped Sorry. the gun. It's okay. I just wanted to after play. after Punch that the, the cast essentially, you know, you can read the transcript. I'm not gonna do it here, it's fine. Yeah. But it was it was respectful. It was respectful. Essentially, mm-hmm. the, the context of it was we are, uh, you know, uh, alarmed. We're alarmed. You know, we're your citizens. Will you be – we're hoping that your administration – The language was respectful. Yeah, exactly. What it's they a said specifically. Yeah, yeah, it put him on blast. It was it was a rude kind of moment. For Fine. Now, here's the key. Um, Mike Pence, while they were walking in and being booed, said to his kids reportedly, that's what freedom sounds like, like Joey said. Which is touching. And I'm like, God damn it, Mike Pence. Yeah. Don't say the right thing. He was the best of all of the fucking campaigners. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then just a, 
He's a politician. And yeah. And after, upset. I'm fine with that. Like, I know what I'm getting with that. Exactly. And, and finally, it's the fact that he's like, finally afterwards, he's not an idiot. He knows what a Broadway play is. Yeah. He, he knows who the cast of Hamilton. I'm sorry, but afterwards. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. I, it, yeah. Basically afterwards, he, he said he was okay with it. You know, in so yeah. many words. He said but, he was fine with it. Now, meanwhile, his buddy Trump is flipping his shit on mm-hmm. Hamilton. Totally overrated. Well, just look, you can read his tweets. I'm not going to bother with it. Um, now, but here's the question. So little buzzwords, which I want to ask you guys. Harassment. Har- harassed. Harassment. Harassed, right? Um, we got a diverse cast talking to Mike Pence. Um, I, I didn't see, you know, sure, maybe in the technical definition, it's harassed. Yeah, are you implying that the mi- minority can't harass? <laughs> uh, no, no, what I'm saying is that that's got some racist connotations there, I think. Harassment? Oh, I don't see Yeah, I, I jumped to sexual. It's a, and, consider, considering yeah. it's, a black, it's a black cast calling out. Oh, I didn't view it that way. Yeah, you know, I, think, I think you're reading into that. I think you're being a little too sensitive. Maybe I yeah, don't know. I mean, her, I can harass you. That doesn't have anything fact, to do with sexual. No, no, no. If I call, if you're black and I call you just like talking to me loudly, harassment, mm-hmm. that's racist. But I, I don't believe so. I can think. I think I view harassment as yeah. I mean, anytime you have differing ethnicities warring, essentially, the, that is going to be called racist. Mm. I don't know that race enters into that necessarily. No, sure. You don't. You don't have to I claim it, that it does. It but it can, it's not it, inherently it racist. But it, yeah, yeah, everything it can be. Can be it, seen. And that's the key. And that, and well, I that's what I'm no saying. Anything that involves diff- two different races no, 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 can I, be seen as racist. I'm making a very specific thing here. We have a black a black cast. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I don't think they're necessarily just black. First. We have have an ethnically we have an ethnically diverse. I I also think it was it was homosexual saying that too. I think they were trying or the LGBT community trying trying to make that comment. We're not talking about this word harassed. I'm talking about Trump seeing it as harassment. Okay. I, I, I don't I don't hear this as a dog Trump's whistle heart. word. That that harassment yeah, word is not something I, that yeah, exactly. triggers this specifically. Harassment is a general term. Because of his sexual harassment. Exactly. Yeah. That's all. Harassment is too general of a term to identify When I hear harassment, I think there. sexual harassment, but that, that might just be because I grew up in that era. Um, okay. And, but the thing is, harassment, sure, can be racist, but I, when I see harassment, I think it's like verbal and stuff, and when I think of racism, I think of real, like, 60s crazy, like, well, walk, no, all like I'm dogs saying is and hoses. All, all I'm saying is that if it was if it was a white like cast, Dakota. I don't, you know, he may have used the word harassed, but I, I, and it's not so much on the word harassed, it's the sentiment of it. It's the sentiment underneath it where we, where I don't think what they said was aggressive. And Trump. Oh, I thought Trump's, it was. Did you see it? Yeah. yeah, I don't think it was aggressive. Yeah, I did. I, aggressive I saw is it. a bit much. Uh, I mean, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with anything that happened, but I definitely, I, I it, it, it certainly seemed out of place, and it certainly seemed. Um, it what might have been well, like it was passive after, aggressive. It was after the show. Yeah, that's the. I mean, they did wait until after the show. It's not like they did it before the show and made everyone think about it and boo him in the middle. They didn't take a second and then make a fun make fun of him like Shakespeare would. Yeah, like Shakespeare would make fun of the fucking king like in the middle of the show, right? Or make no. Okay, okay. maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just yeah. that's in like my my mind or in Shakespeare and love. Or I, 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 I guess well, here's my point. It's it, as far as. Look, Look again. I'm not black. I don't know, but the the I could I could understand. It's got the same kind of connotation, that same kind of ring to it that I hear, where someone essentially is afraid once a black person raises their voice. 
That's, kind of, I, that's how I took I it. I see what you're saying there, but I, I don't necessarily and, make that and connection. I guess I'm adding all the other evidence to suggest, you know, Trump's Trump's kind of just relationship with race in general. I, I'm not claiming yeah, no, he's it's, racist. I, I'm, I'm saying curious, he's got this sort Sean, of— Sean, did you hear that from someone or did you just think of that? I thought of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm curious if there was yeah. like an article or no, someone's I, this opinion is nothing. That. No, I hadn't really—I haven't really talked about it or anything. It's just my, you know— I guess yeah, it's, it's just not a classy honestly, move, but Well, the thing is, if there was actually a lot of people of color that came out and said that, I would actually be a little more sensitive to it. I feel like— like they don't even need to say it. I think I, I'm pretty well, sure it's just in the zeitgeist yeah, I think in general. As far being as like, overly sensitive, if, if there was one, so, if there man. was an I'm opinion sure piece I that it. I read about the New York Times, I might sway my opinion. Would but. it have to have been written by an African American? Or some or some sort it, of minority. It, it might. Why, why does okay. it have to come from that authority figure? Why because is Sean's opinion not enough? Shit. Yeah, Sorry, guys. It, it's okay uh, because I think that they are they're the, not the judge of it, but they're definitely a better judge. A black person is going to know how that. Can oh, be I meant seen the authority figure, the New York Times, not necessarily the. Book. Well, oh no, no, he meant. He well, meant I don't the know writer. if it's if it's a dog whistle. That's maybe I'm just being naive as a white person who grew up in the, the 1990s. Word isn't the dog whistle. The sentiment is. Oh, either way, if this I, and it's not it's not coded. Think, that's what I mean. It's not coded. That's what I mean. I think you're just reading racism into everything he does, which no, might not, not be I'm unfair. Reading, I'm reading racism into that specifically, and then all some of the other policies because that you have a, an issue that involves people of different races with a guy that has been touted as being a racist. Yeah, no you, fucking shit. Yes, that's pretty yes. good evidence one, to start with. Well, right? one plus one okay. is two, but that doesn't mean that this always means this. No, of course so not. So I mean, just the argument that you were going on, the fact the the kind of sticking around that specific word I, I think is the problem yeah he's racist and he was probably being racist there but I don't think that that word has any specific meaning to it and it I, feels like you're trying to turn that into again, a dog I'm not, whistle I'm not, I'm not harping on the word harassment I was saying I'm using that as an example of that is indicative of the sentiment which right. is essentially and, the fear and of I, the I don't think young. that's a proof point I okay. think all the proof lies around that in that in that context that could have been his intent for using that word. Yeah, oh, but I, I don't, don't think, think it was, I, I don't think it's conscious. That's yeah, the I don't thing think too. It, but I think it works forwards, not backwards. I think yeah, that I agree. his context makes that word mean something, but I don't think that that me- word means something outside of totally. Trump using it. That's once again, that's what I've been saying. Exactly. It's not it's not the word, it's the sentiment. I was I was using the word as an example to of the, and that's, the specific example. And I'm just saying currently. it's a bad example. But, Fine. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. But um, one thing. Well, one thing I did want to bring up though was um, uh, Corolla listeners would have uh, might be aware of Bald Brian's pontifications about this. Um, the idea that uh, first off, fucking sending Pence to Hamilton in the first place right. was a a red herring, was a distraction for in the, the media. Exactly the for the twenty five million, million dollars that got yes. paid off. I think to the Trump University. Completely so that, huge story. There. And the, I, by the way, the speech was a happy accident. What we just did earlier, by the way, about yeah, talking exactly. uh, about Trump's tweets earlier about his recount stuff, that over did a lot of the um, conflict of interest stuff that people are trying to talk he about. He knows now. how to play the media. I don't think this is a coincidence either. I think there's... They're, uh, now, some of them are. Some of them are absolutely his f- tweets firing off into the middle of the night because he's an angry little bitch. Sure. But so, but some of them are planned. He, well, I think he for does sure... Ins- I, you know, it's instinctive. He does that for a reason. I, so, I, maybe I'm it's gonna, a happy accident, I'm too. I'm going to refer you guys to... Um, maybe so, it's instinctive. Uh, I, I, off message with Glenn Thrush, he had an interview with uh, Maggie Haberman, who essentially followed Trump throughout this whole thing. She's a writer for the New York Times, the political writer. Um, She said something so fucking incredibly interesting that essentially Trump grew up um, 
buried in this this tabloid culture of of New York. Yeah, absolutely. And totally. has that just in the same way that any kind of genius filmmaker just has that in their bones or any genius writer just knows every single word without even knowing why or how. Yeah. I think Trump is just an absolute genius marketer. Mm. He's and mastered he kn- the art of celebrity. Yeah, right, without even, it's not conscious. I think it's instinctive with him. Yeah. The same way you know exactly where to put the camera it's, when it's you're his a photographer. 10, 000, it's his 100,000 hours. He's put yeah. them a time yeah, in. Yeah, yeah 10,000 yeah. hours. Seriously, you're he really mastered. has, which is creepy, but he has. His exactly. natural reaction has been honed. He doesn't have to hone each mm-hmm. reaction. Exactly. So it, it, it totally, it kind of answers all these questions. You're specifically as far as whether or not it's, you know, planned or what. And and I think that's- It doesn't even it, have to be, baby. Yeah, exactly. yeah, the answer is that it is and, isn't, and it isn't. Jesus it is a master Christ. plan that has been instituted through repetition. Yeah, so so of course now Steve we're Steve Bannon really picked a good guy. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's a smart fucking Darth Vader. Mean, meanwhile, no, he's the emperor, remember? No, he thinks he's Darth Vader. He thinks he's whispering the emperor's I feel ear. like he's Palpatine and like and Trump is Darth Vader. Yeah. He, he literally said, I'm Darth Vader. He wants to be Cromwell. He doesn't, he doesn't want to understand be Star Wars then. He knows more about European history than Star Wars then. He, wants to be, he said Dick Cheney too. He wants to be Cheney. Yeah, Cheney was oh, yeah. the emperor. Cheney was not well, fucking you're Darth right. Vader. He wants to he be was saying, the puppet he just, master. No, no, it's yeah. not that he wants to be. He was just simply saying, um, oh, the power secrecy. is good. Yeah, He's like, dark, pow- darkness, pow- is yeah, darkness, yeah, darkness is good. Darkness is good. You know, Dick Cheney, Darth Satan. Vader, Satan. That's power. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so- By the way, okay, hold on. Go ahead. Fat Goebbels here. Uh, you're a fucking <laughs> loser, all right? You are not Darth Vader. You're not Satan. You're a little bitch, okay? Let's revisit this uh, in four years. Uh, yeah, sure. Before, you're- Someone who tells someone their plan that they're dark and they're Darth Vader is not Darth Vader. This gets me. You know what? Okay, fine. Let's skip over the. American I don't know, flag man. The thing. dark side was all about telling. Let's the dark skip side. over the American flag thing because this gets me. We, we can go back to the we'll American see. flag if we really want to, but that that transitions me so perfectly. The alt right is something I I you kind of broke down who Steve Bannon is and what the alt right is and and I essentially haven't really figured out where they stand and who they are and what it is that kind of makes them tick um until you know I it was a compounding well, I it, think it's no, no, because no, it I, means I, no, a few no, different I, I'm, things I'm to a few somewhere. different people. I'm sorry. No, no, you you mentioned that. Yeah, like the Olympic rings, the concentric circles, the the Venn diagrams. Absolutely, this is all great stuff. It's very key. Um and. I, I think the one thing that does sort of tie them all together, the sheet, as it were, that that kind of all those different rings are on right now, has to do with this. So the reason I'm suggesting this first off the bat Wait, is- Wait, what, what, what? I'm what does that have to do it. with? I'm going to say it first. Jesus, it's just cliff, cliffhangers. Sorry, sorry. Um, MeUndies.com. <laughs> How can you do this to me? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, well, it, at its core, it's a it's a- it's a protection of your own kind in general. You know what I mean? And, and a protection of of you and yours. And in this case, the you and yours is the threat of um, white Europeans yeah. from, from everyone else possible. Now, that does not necessarily mean uh, white nationalists. That also does not necessarily mean um, white supremacists. There's and there's a lot of these different elements to it that I think have been sort of lumped together unfairly. Well, hold um, on, hold on. Not not can, unfairly. Can I but, can I counter that for one second? Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Now it it does mean white nationalism. It does. Okay. Well, that's now, so hold on, thing. hold on. Now, some people have co-opted, they think they're alt-right, and they joke, and they're like, oh, I'm not, I just like Western democracy. I just like- Yeah, they get West, cute with the they phrasing. They get cute with it. 
It's not true. That's not what it is. They just like using the term and being under the same umbrella or some sort of it. And they view themselves as travelers with similar paths or something. Yeah, I think it's an my enemy, the enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of situation. These people are all have a common theme that they're trying to go towards, but they don't necessarily all share the same underlying ideals. Now, I'm, I'm inclined well, to- Well, no, they do. I think that, well, they do. Um, well, that, I think that was the whole point of the, the Venn diagram, the idea they that- They just don't do it. It's a scale. It's just not too, they're not willing to go to certain extremes. So you're saying you can't be alt-right without being racist? Exactly. Well, no, you have, I, no, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. It's no, the, you have to view the, the Western white European race as having their own, not necessarily supremacy, but segregationalism, meaning, well, and, and it's also, exactly what I th- and it's the purity of tribe. They, they're obsessed with tribe. They always use the word tribe, and you kind of said sure. tribalism earlier. And again, I think that's a vocal faction, but I don't think that's all the alt-right. No, that's what, it, okay, again, it, 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 it's exactly what it is. That's what the term was created by Richard Spencer and these simple intellectuals that created it. You can't just, the people that co-opt it are bullshitting. The re, alt-right really does mean that. But you have to rebend Shapiro about this, by the way. He really does break this down because he knows the people involved who created it and who broke it down. What do you yeah. mean, read Ben Shapiro? Ben Shapiro, not d- who it is. Just what? What do you mean by? It, what should we read? He's the guy that wrote. He has the Daily Wi- Daily Wire is his website right now. He okay. also has a podcast called the Ben Shapiro Show. Uh, is there something specific that we should read that would break it down? He wrote two articles: one about Bannon before, one about Bannon. Think about right after the um, election. Okay, and he wrote one basically breaking down white nationalism in general, or the alt-right. He basically broke down, there's a one article on Breitbart right now that's considered the Bible of the alt-right. It's written by Milo Yiannopoulos and one other dude, I forget his name, and they break down the entire segments. And it's considered like, it's called, entitled White Nationalism for the Establishment Republicans. Okay. Trying, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Trying to convince regular Republicans to become alt-right by softening some of these white nationalist policies and hiding them as immigration policies and a promotion of the Western civilization. Sure. The the saying Western civilization is something that we need to hold and protect when in fact, they're really just saying we want this country to be a white country. Okay. So, so now the, the, what made me think of this and get onto this specifically, well, there's, there's, God damn it. I'm trying to, I was going to try to collect the thoughts earlier. So the basic point, anyway, what I saw today was an interview between uh, Richard Spencer, who was the guy who did that hail Trump thing, that hail Trump thing. And uh, at the He's FBI, the, building, by the way, the intellectual the head of the alt-right, Richard Spencer. He's not just right. some random dude. He is number one intellectual leader of the alt-right. Right. He, start, it, he even coined the term alt-right. So there was, in, there was an interview with him and uh, a guy named Roland Martin. Um, you well, can, Roland Martin is CNN. I don't know if he's CNN. It was he's he got was. his own show. I think he was on CNN. He's got his own show now. Um, and and there was it was about a half an hour interview between the two, essentially of a, a debate, which is pretty fascinating. Um, check it out. I genuinely I'll check it's, it out. it's it's really really eye opening. Um, now mostly because of the fact that it's exactly what you said. Richard Spencer is the you said the intellectual head of it, right? And you do kind of have to follow along. With his train of thought, which is exactly what you're talking about. I see his train of um, thought, by the way. I do at yeah. least I, – I, I see the rational – I see how he rationalizes it. Well, how, how, how is it? Identity politics. Okay. He, he views this as the world has already been divided into identities. Why can't we have our identities, what he's saying? We meaning, I guess, European white people. Right. Anglo-Saxons. Right. Um, and that's their idea. Sure. What is wrong with that? 
You and, you and your melting pot? You're just trying to get us to explain why a melting pot is better? I, I, I disagree with the idea of uh, segregationalist I mean, and isolationist. Well, that, that's what I mean. Like, essentially I think multiculturalism every... is a good thing. I know everyone, not many people would agree with that. Okay. So it's now there's something deeper to all this, though. Even above that kind of white nationalist thing, which which once again is, also, is even. Yeah, I mean, we can, we're not even talking about the the entire history of white nationalism. No, no, for sure, but for beyond sure. That. Well, that's, I, I, but see, okay, yeah, the but that's one, not something we can just kind of sweep under the rug. The thing here. that I keep seeing connecting between all of these guys isn't just that white nationalist kind of philosophy behind it, but the way that it's all presented, which is the alt element of it. So Milo Yiannopoulos, right. Ann Coulter, Alex The rebellious Jones, nature of it? Not the, even that. I honestly think they see themselves as comedians. They, oh, they, uh, for they, sure. They, they, ask, they ask the question, well, what's wrong with Louis C.K. saying this stuff? Like, why, or, you know, what, what, what is the difference between him and I? And, and I, I think that for the most part, every single time I've seen Ann Coulter or Milo Yiannopoulos or... Or this fucking guy, Richard Spencer. Um, they're they're wonderful listeners. I haven't watched my, much Alex Jones, but they're they're not such a good listener. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I don't know that. No, no, I mean, you, I actually, you are else. correct, except for Alex Jones. The other three they're are wonderful yeah. listeners, yes. and I think that they're actually they're kind good of, interviews. Yeah, they're good. They're great, and they're they're great interviews. They yeah. know exactly what's being said. They're engaged. Right. They're ready to kind of like hit one way or the other, and they see what they're saying as again, like they're comedians. They're just ready. They're just on the on the ball, and they. They, there's a tinge of truth to it, but I guess that is my question. Well, what is wrong with – what is the distinction between I what they say and what Louis C.K. would say? What Louis C.K. – what is Louis C.K. saying? I'm sorry. If Louis C.K. simply said exactly the same yeah, thing Yeah, just the authority saying, of it, what's not the what they're saying. Well, it depends on the context, I do suppose. Okay. Uh, is he saying it in a comedy club? Um, let's just say an interview. No, in an interview. Yeah, real time. Real time with Bill Maher, and, and he's saying white nationalism type stuff. Like I'm confused here. Yeah, like it just. I, I guess maybe break down the distinction between their comedy and Louis C.K.'s. If they if they honestly see there's a darkness to their comedy. What's wrong with darkness? What's darkness wrong with their to comedy? Louis C.K. Uh, their tr their true darkness. Uh, we're not talking about. Um, I think a funny dark comedy. I think that's it's true. Uh, but I guess because there's been bodies murdered, I suppose that it, it does it changes it. I think the history to me does change a lot, um, and it, history matters to me. Uh, just simple fact of of I don't know I, I, because there's been bodies on the ground in, right. from what they've said. It's it's just it's less sensitive to the actual human suffering. But that then has again, occurred. if someone makes a dead baby joke, I don't I don't go off fly off the handle, and there's bit bodies in the ground. So maybe I'm being hypocritical. Um, it's not that they make slavery jokes or like women jokes, but I mean, like they 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 say this stuff for effect. They absolutely say the majority of things for effect yes. to get some uh, okay, kind of a point. laugh. Okay, here we from, go from their base. Yes, yes, yeah. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. Louis C.K. wants to make you laugh. He wants to make you happy. They want you, sure? you to be triggered. That's and that's a key. They love the word triggered. What does that mean? Uh, they want. They Call love the action. They love um, pissing. Li they're, they're, they live. They live to piss liberals off to the extent that they get into a tantrum. So they're doing it for the lulls. They're doing it for the lulls, but more for the triggers. They love that word trigger. They're going to use it all the time. They, that is the lulls. They, yes, the lulls occur from when a left a leftist gets triggered. Yeah. They love. What is that? What is a trigger? What does that mean? It means that they use some sort of. What happened? I'm surprised you don't know this, by the way. It's like all over the world. <laughs> Just what the, are you laughing at? And you I, say it like a like an 80 year old woman. Yeah, that was what like is this trigger. What is this trigger? trigger? It was a Barbara oh, shit, Walters sorry. moment. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. I'm scared too. Like, I want to know what it is. First man. off, seriously, you don't know what a trigger is? Like, we do the South Park show. That's all about the fucking triggers. 
I don't know. I don't know what the <laughs> trigger is. Like, like when, like maybe someone goes, like says a microaggression and they go into their safe space. These are all words that are like used with the PC culture. So something that'll basically kind of snap a liberal yes. out the, of their mind, more or less. The you idea say, that you, you can troll like, someone and cause an effect. One of a Breitbart okay. headline is a trigger. Yeah. A Breitbart headline is a trigger. Someone saying okay. that birth control makes women go crazy is a trigger. And then everyone goes crazy and post it on Facebook. And they love saying, that. They love bullshit. when liberals go crazy and post on Facebook okay. and bitch. They okay. love when I've liberals I've never heard that cry. phrase before, but okay. Triggered? Really? That's what they live for. I mean, I've heard the, I've heard when someone is triggered, but I, you know, I don't in know. Context, just, in this current yeah. usage, no, I haven't hmm, heard it. Strange. Just like cuck or whatever the fuck. Yeah, um, that's true. You are kind of in some sort of weird bubble over there. Well, I, to be honest with you, I, I I try not to listen to fucking any anyone from the alt right, and I and I haven't, and it wasn't until now that I was like, yeah, okay, I was kind say, of, yeah, that's, that's kind of the issue, man. Like, here's the thing. Well, I know, I know. Okay, but now let's that's all, why I have to hold look. on. Why do you think we're talking about this? Let's let's all bring it back to one fucking person. Who's making this mainstream? Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, Alex Jones. Well, <laughs> his face is amazing. Specifically, his face is mad. <laughs> Great. Sorry, God. Well, I mean, you're making Johnson, jokes, but it's fucking Gary Bannon, okay? Johnson. Bannon is the man that took Breitbart and made it the platform for mainstream alt-right to be famous. There's a reason why there's 45 million people looking at Breitbart. It's not the articles. Read the fucking comments section. That's where you see the true disgusting people on Breitbart. That's the forum. That's the platform for the yeah, alt-right. Yeah, but the 4chan has always been a place. It used to I be mean, 4chan. Yeah, sure. But then it didn't... 4chan does not reach... What Breitbart's old school conservatives have reached. That's the point. Breitbart bridges the old school conservatives, if you will, with the crazy alt-rightish. And that's what they're trying to do is make it mainstream and palatable for the right wing and trying to make it forceful to the center. A little bit more to the center. A little bit more to the center until Donald Trump gets to enact some of these crazy fucking immigration policies and they can have a white nation. Sorry, I scared myself. <laughs> yeah, and again, I, I I think that is certainly just the the extremist uh, wing. Um, like I had said earlier, I've been listening to the it's Trump. Just slowly book. happening. It's not. It's not. That's the thing. Is it's it's a frog slowly boiling in a pot. Um, right, and I, like like I said, I just don't think that just because these these racist people support Trump, that Trump is inherently racist. It doesn't go both I, ways. What does that matter? I didn't. I, I didn't even say. That. And who gives a shit what Trump inherently believes? It's all about the policies that he enacts. I don't care what someone believes or right, thinks. Right, that's kind of where I'm at. It's too. what are you doing? Right, but he's are you going to deport? Are you going to deport a bunch of Mexicans because their because their kids were were not because their parents weren't born here? Well, that, what about I mean, the that, Dreamer program? That goes back what about, to well, yeah. What about that, banning all Muslims? What and that's if, not what he's saying. I mean, if you—that's what the the left has that's kind of. That's not what he's saying. No, it's not. He's not going to cancel the Dreamer program. I'm not. I don't even know what the fucking Dreamer program that's is. That's the but, kids that we've been talking about. The kids that have been. Um, if you're yeah, if you're born here, born but here, the parents, but the parents, the anchor babies. Yeah, they don't like that term. Yeah, whatever. Anchor babies. Yeah. Wow. That's the the right it's right wing right, term. It's for, an alt right term for. It. I don't know if it's alt right, but uh, no, I think that's an old school Rush Limbaugh term. Yeah, it's but, an old school uh, so, conservative okay. term. They yeah. don't they don't like it anymore. Um, no, but the, he from you know, like I said, I've been listening to his book, and uh, according to what he says in his book, it is about taking uh, taking into account the laws that we already have. So the idea of you know these people came here illegally. What should we do about that? Okay, I know, I know. I know that, you see, this is the problem, okay? I understand that people have a problem with legal immigration. That's not the argument, okay? It's taking illegal immigration into an extreme, okay? They're just gonna, 
Okay, I'm getting a little worked up we, here. I'm we, sorry. We should have a, a, yeah. a nice, substantive conversation on illegal immigration in general. Or There's immigration a lot in general. Be, yeah, yeah, immigration no one's in saying. All right, no, 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 no. Let's like, go ahead. For, we'll, no, no, no. We'll I want to move on it. because there's so many okay. other transitional stuff that I want to get to. To okay. do you want to just take us there? Go ahead. Why don't well, we just list who the transitional team is currently? All right, let's talk about, I guess, then the the, the foreign policy, the division of it. Okay, yeah, because that is the question, right? I mean, the question, again, is how is Trump going to govern? And this is him governing, right? Appointing people to his transitional team. Um, is it alarming? Is it scary? Who are these people? What do they do? What are the points? So go ahead, take us, Joey. Well, I wanted to break it down by kind of like, like you can talk about the economic positions, the, you know, the... In the uh, the, uh, the federal positions or whatever the national positions and then sure. the, and the international just positions. go for it. Uh, okay, so first of all, I want to say that there was one extremely interesting choice to me. There's a ton of interesting choices, but one I want to point to is Nikki Haley. Um, do you guys know Nikki Haley? Nikki Haley was uh, the governor for South Carolina, and she's um, she the one Prince wrote the song about. <laughs> what song, darling, darling Nikki. Nikki? Oh, sorry, it's okay. Who, what what was she appointed to? She was appointed to be UN ambassador. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the thing: she I feel also, like I'm quizzing you, like I have them all right here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry. she uh, she's she's I think Indian. Her parents are Indian. She's an, she's a first generation, I think, or immigrant or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's an interesting choice to try to like appease theoretically, you know, uh, the, the whatever the women, women of color kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But the point is also she was against Trump. She spoke out against him in the elections mm-hmm. and. Here's what no one's talking about is the lieutenant governor of South Carolina was a huge fucking Trump supporter and he wants to be governor. And guess who gets to be governor when she gets to be ambassador to the UN? That Mm. dude. So not only is he eliminating one of his big, big rivals, a governor of a big Southern state, he's putting her in a position that's fucking useless. Ambassador to the UN is fucking stupid. The UN doesn't do that much. It's pretty much a- And someone you can replace whenever you want. Well, not only that, but it it also does kind of like appease the base in the sense of exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, no, that's perfect. How do we look to the rest of the world? This is what Bannon does. uh, And this is what Trump does. Not just Trump. It's it's a win-win. It's a Exactly. That was the smartest move he's done. I'm not saying I like Nikki Haley or I don't like Nikki Haley. It doesn't quite matter. No, but the chess pieces fall, right? Exactly. That's the kind of moves that he's making. That's a smart move. Okay. Um, Now, these, they kind of range. Well, smart, but not necessarily good. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You're right. They yeah. kind of, they kind of what? They they range because some of them are just like it seems. Also, what people have been saying is some of them he's just kind of rewarding loyalty at the at the expense of making that the is right, a huge thing in his picking, book. A picking, huge thing in let, his picking book. Picking the right person. Let's break down who's who first. Uh, so, oh, okay, sorry. So Mike Flynn. Let's talk about Mike Flynn. Okay, go ahead. Because Mike Flynn is probably the national security advisor, and he's oh he, he is the national security. Advisor, I'm sorry, and um, I would say he's probably number one besides whoever's going to be Secretary of Defense. As okay. far as let's just list them first, and then well, we'll we don't know Secretary of Defense yet. Um, oh, you want to list just list everyone? Yeah, but that I would let's do one at a time. And okay, talk. there you go. Sorry, right. I, then sorry to derail. I just okay. it just seems very uh, convoluted if we start. Maybe listing yeah, everyone. it's fine. Okay, so National Security Advisor is going to be Mike Mike Flynn. Okay, um, Mike Flynn is wow, uh, a lot of history here. He might be a smart general. He might have been a smart general at one point, but when he left, and I think this is kind of known, I apologize if this sounds too newsy. Um, he just, he left and he worked for the DOD and then he was basically kicked out for being an asshole. He was a, he's a bit mismanagement, people hated him and people said there were certain things called Flynn facts, meaning uh, bullshit that he would say. He was kind of an alarmist Islamophobe who claimed that, and kind of slightly believes this and I think it's well known now, he basically believes that we're in a war against Islam. Uh, the Western civilization is a war against Islam, which is goddamn creepy. Um, Weren't you saying that? 
No, I am not saying that. I'm saying it's a, this is, and this is actually, thank you. No, no, I'm sorry. Thank you for bringing that up because I wanted to address that. I am not saying that. I'm saying it's a war of ideas. This is not a war of civil. No one is, it's not the Western world against Islam. It is the Western world against religion and the Western world against the ideology of theocracy. Theocracy is the problem, not Islam. Really? We don't seem to care about uh, Israel. I do. Well, we, we don't we don't seem to care about ridding Israel of its Jewishness. That's true, and I agree. We can need to have a whole whole episode about that. And there is a big issue with the theocracy of Israel. Um, can we just put that pin in that? Sure. I guess. I kind. Of, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a, good, a great topic. I, and I want to. Yeah. Okay. CIA director <laughs> uh, Pompeo. Okay. Maybe the also another Mike. <laughs> A lot of there's, white guys. Named there's Mike. so many mics. That's that's just how he does it. So he doesn't have to remember too many names. Mike, he can just yell for shit, Mike. There's like in four mics. Four mics. I know. This is like a someone frat. will give him an answer. There's Mike F. There's Mike P. There's Mike C. Who are you? Mikey Big Balls. There's Mikey Little. We got Jeff. We got Ben. Oh I think Reince is the only fucking weird name, and he's the one who's useless and nobody. Anyway, so do you think he's going to have Bush-esque uh, pet names for all of them? I'm sure he already does. Yeah, of course. He is he is, you know, he has you know, code names for the people he hates Bumpy. and then, and love. Yeah, Bumpy, Mikey, Mikey, Flinny. Pump, Mikey Pop. Yeah, I don't think they'll be as creative as Bush's names. No, he's an idiot. He, he's not gonna come up with Turd Blossom. Turd Blossom? Bush did Turd Blossom? Turd Blossom was Carl Rove. Wow. That's beautiful. Talk to me about Mike Pompeo. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Mike Pompeo? Uh I, CIA believe, director. I believe he's a Kansas uh attorney. No, I'm sorry. Is he a rep from Kansas? Just a congressman? Representative Kansas, yeah. Uh okay. Former I army officer. I forget exactly. He's actually somewhat conservative. He's like just a kind of a, a general down the down the line Republican. Mm -hmm. So it's not a horrible pick. Uh, and member of the House Intelligence Committee. Now the thing is, I think he's a little creepy with torture and certain things like that. So not a great idea for a CIA ex, uh, rep, um, director. Well, depends on which camp you're in. <laughs> Might be a great idea for a CIA director. You know, I think he had some trouble with that earlier as well. Like that was the one thing that everybody was talking about, how he sort of was in favor of, of torture well, I, I in might such be a way. Trump is in well, favor of torture. Well, like, here's that's... the thing. Slow down. Slow down. Why, so, why, so stop, that, stop laughing. It's this not fun. was all the case before. I don't know. I think recently in an interview when, when, when Donald Trump was kind of speaking directly, I feel like this is Mike Pompeo, um, when they got to the discussion of torture, and uh, this is a reference to his interview with the New York Times, the way he Trump answered that was- Trump or Pompeo? Trump. Okay. Trump had an interview with Pompeo and talked about this interview when he was being interviewed by the New York Times. Okay. What he said was um, his Pompeo's answer to the question of torture or waterboarding specifically sort of impressed him, and it was something along the lines of, I can do a lot more with a pack of cigarettes, um, in the sense of, you oh, know. Oh, Mad Dog said that. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh Mad Dog? Who's Ma Ma I think Mad, Mad, Mad Dog, Mikey Mad Flynn. Madis said that, I think. Oh, Mattis? Oh. Yeah, was sure. it? I thought it was, okay. Yeah, Mattis Okay, so that. anyway, so so there you go. So uh, who is Mattis then? Mattis is his top pick for Secretary of Defense. He's not picked yet, but probably will be. Okay. He, he needs a special Senate um, waiver. Yeah. You know about this? I think no. it's because he's- um, He's only been out of the, the, the military for a few years. You have to be out of the military for like seven years before you're a cabinet. Oh, member. Right. Wow, this has fucking all of them. By the way, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be rude there. I, I was. I feel like I was telling you not to laugh. I was just joking. When were you I rude? Was, I was like, stop laughing. It's not funny. I was kind of douchey. You've been doing that since higher episode. Yeah. <laughs> You've been doing that since episode two when you first joined us. Okay. Sorry for being a douche uh, the entire time. <laughs> um, so, uh, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Hmm. Is it Ben Carson? It is Ben Carson because he's urban. Jesus <laughs> we then have how eloquent, sir. <laughs> Attorney General, Attorney General Jeff Sessions. We we talked about him last time. Um, Jeffrey's full name is Jeffrey 
Jeffrey. Jefferson. Jeffrey Jefferson. Sessions. Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. Oh my God. The third. Uh, why was he? What was he denied earlier in his career? Love. <laughs> We should just move in on that. <laughs> Can we end the episode? Jesus. Um, yeah, so he was denied federal, federal, you know, judgeship, courtship. What the fuck? When you're going to be a judge, justiceship? When you're going to be a judge? judge judgeship, shit? I okay. guess. Okay, judgeship. Sure, why not? Um, justiceship. A judginess? He was, he was denied the ability to be <laughs> a federal judge by the Senate. Um, one, of the, one, of the Republic, one of the House Republicans at the time, this is in the 80s, essentially said, boy, he, what a racist guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, as far as why they, they didn't do that. Now, of course, now here's the question. On everybody's mind, can people change? Is he no longer racist? <laughs> yes, people can change. I mean, he can okay. pretend. Okay, but he's also against the Voting Rights Act. What is the Voting Rights Act, and why is it bad to be against it? The Voting Rights Act protects um, the, the people who need to be voting. Any any weird voter ID laws, uh, and again, that's what's I, wrong I know, with having okay, ID I know, to vote. I know. Relax. It okay? disproportionately affects. I know you're going to jump on that. Need ID for everything. Okay. You do, but Don't it disproportionately affects uh, minority communities. In practice, it's like stop and frisk. It's like stop and frisk. If you, I, I just don't under, like. How, there's nothing wrong with it. Again, that's there's nothing wrong theoretically but, with stop and frisk. It's how you end up. Right, I mean, there is obviously Fourth Amendment, but still the right. But there's you know, you you can't live without ID. Like you can't be a member of society sure without some sort of ID. Like you can't buy a pack of cigarettes. You can't fucking don't smoke. Yeah, I mean, you know, but you also, first off, we don't need, we shouldn't be charging for ID. That would fix that problem. Well, sure, but, but okay. then there are forms of ID that you don't have to pay for. You can use a library card. You can use a fucking Samsung. You need an ID to get a library card. You not need to prove your residence. Well, that's a piece of mail. That's not necessarily an ID. Okay, maybe. I don't. I, I mean, it, it just doesn't seem like my the, dad and I tried to get a library card two nights ago. Actually, which yeah, but you were trying to scam one from a place you didn't live. <laughs> you were you were trying to sk- cheat the system. Well, no. If we wanted to, if we were at the South Bronx, anyway, whatever. We're <laughs> um, the so again, people people remain unconvinced that Jeff Sessions continues to be quote racist. I guess because um, that's that's his. You know, that's what everybody's the buzzword, right? He's he's just a racist. You know, he's Attorney General. But the voting ID thing is an actual policy that he supports that could, you know, disproportionately affect people. So the Voting Rights Act, yes, the Voting Rights Act, sure. exactly. Um, so that's the thing that we need to worry about, whether he's racist or not. Again, like like you said, because this is the job of the Attorney General is to protect the civil rights of our voters, and I have a lot of uh, d- doubts that he's going to be the man to do it. Right, and Jeffrey fucking Jefferson Beauregard Sessions the <laughs> third. And again, that's the question at hand here. It's like you said, it has nothing the to do with what's, of Alabama. <laughs> now you're has, being racist. It has nothing to do with the with what's in the guy's heart. It has I'm to do done. with what it, with the policies who is, who they try to Who do you think his grandfather was named for? Beauregard, Jeffrey, you mean Jefferson Beauregard Sessions the third? So that means that's Thomas he's the Jefferson. third. So not his father, his grandfather. So what, how old do you think his grandfather when he, when he was born? The, the same guy Forrest Gump was named after. Actually, not that far off. Oh, Jefferson Davis, probably. Jefferson Davis Beauregard is PGT Beauregard, a very famous Civil War oh, general. Oh, you mentioned that in the last who episode. Who was the, uh, the, for, the guy who fired in Fort Sumter? Uh, f- sons of Alabama and Mississippi, I suppose. Uh, anyways, uh, so if you remember the Confederacy, you're, or if you're if you're a sympathizer of the Confederate, I know it's not fair right. to, to blame him for what he's named. But it's, no, I'm just asking if you're if you're you know if you're if you're all South, you're Confederate. Does that inherently mean you're going to be racist as well? Or you have racist uh, tendencies, Not necessarily, but him specifically, who was raised as in that environment in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, I mean, in Alabama too, in that specific part of Alabama, which is like the plantation owners. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you you don't have to be regionist, I guess. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm pointing. I'm not accusing. I guess I'm. Well, no. I was just going to point out that uh, where I lived in Alaska, there was a Jefferson J- Davis Drive. I I, I guess the, mm-hmm. the question at hand is: Should we, cool do we? The question at hand is: Do we have to be this fucking worried? Like that's the kind of frustrating part. You know? No, what I mean? we don't it's need to so be much, worried, but we need to be vigilant. No, no, I'm not. Well, what I'm what I mean is that you know, a, it's a one pick for problem. attorney general. Uh, I know I I, I might have phrased it incorrectly. My my point is that this is a pick for attorney general, right? As a citizen, I don't want to have to fucking think about all this shit. Well, that's I why we live in a republic. Be doing this constantly. I want to be rolling the fucking dice, talking about worthless, meaningless shit, not fucking constantly checking well, who the president is also, as far as how our republic is going to run. Also, let's think about who he's picking. He's, he always says he picks the best people. Um, is Jeff Sessions the best person? No, Jeff Sessions was literally the first senator to endorse him. He was the only senator to endorse exactly. him. Exactly, that's time. the key. He's just rewarding it's, it's loyalty. It's a question of loyalty. And it's clear. The, this is a point I tried to make earlier, but throughout his book, loyalty is fucking pri- primary. Right. You know, whoever would, like even the slightest turn against him, no matter how many years you've been on his side, mm-hmm. he goes on this big long tirade in his book about how the guy that owns Macy's um, calls him up one day and says that they're about to protest outside my store because we sell Trump ties in my store and I, I don't think we can have your you in my in my store anymore and Trump basically tells him to go fuck himself and if he doesn't keep him in the store you're no longer part of the this and basically they got rid of it and Trump now sells his ties in Trump Tower. It's because the Santa Claus didn't tell him that he wasn't the really real Santa Claus. Something like that. That's 34th Street. Education Secretary. Hey, um, Fred Trump, good job raising your kid, you <laughs> fucking asshole. I love how you talk directly to them. It's like always Steve Bannon, like you call them directly. <laughs> I know Fred they're Trump. listening. Trump. Well, they have they people do. listening. Oh, that's, the that's, NSA is always listening. That that I, that leads the, the last question is going to answer that directly. Um, but before we move on True. to that, the uh, Education Secretary, do you guys know who that is? <laughs> Uh, Tell me, it's oh, Sarah Palin. Betsy, Betsy Devove. But DeVos, is Sarah Palin sorry, no Betsy longer DeVos. in the running for anything? No, she is still in the running. Okay. Actually, she is uh, Veteran Affairs, I believe. Ve- oh, or Veteran it, Affairs. Yeah. I thought she was about, Secretary um, of Interior. Interior, no. No, Veteran Affairs currently okay. is what she's in the. That's in the a weird one. For. Um, so there's a problem with Betsy Devoe though that I want to fucking jump on for. Her name is Betsy. No, everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, there's the vouchers. There's the. Um, Wait, the, what's wrong with vouchers? Well, uh, it's not. I don't uh, completely hate them. Uh, it's good for certain people, but it, what it does is it simply gives a lot of money to private schools, and that's all. The, well, the money I mean, needs to go to education in some capacity, right? And there's the, right now she is more toward the vouchers to get a tax rebate on charter on, on charter schools mm-hmm. and sending your kids to public to private schools, and that money essentially comes directly out of the public school funding. Um, so it's a question of the allocation of funds and and how that's going to be. You know, uh, how our children learn more right. or less. And we need to do a whole show on education in general. But the libertarian in me says that vouchers are a great idea. Oh, they might be a great idea, but they, but the problem is whether or not they work. That's the issue and how they're how they're utilized. And you can also see John Oliver's yeah, episode. Yeah. Everyone on, can um, rig a system. Well, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Systems are rigged currently. You know, if you were talking right. about from from a financial perspective, absolutely. Well, the, the it's just, it's, look, um, I mean, the education financial system is no pretty picture as it is. For sure, exactly. It's, it's completely fucked. The I mean, the voucher system actually has a way to make it a little bit more of a level playing field because in the voucher system, in the true ideal of the voucher system, every student federally would have a specific amount of money allocated to them. So whether you lived in rural ass bumblefuck nowhere or the middle of L.A., 
you would have the same amount of money to spend on your education for right. your child. And in that instance, that takes it away from this weird-ass fucking property tax system that we have where only rich people get to go to nice schools and poor people get to go to shitty schools. So it is in ideally a way to break it up so that there is some accountability so that these poor schools that do poorly don't keep getting funded and don't keep perpetuating what it is that they're doing by continuing to receive money for doing a piss poor job. Right. But once again, it disproportionately affects. I don't think that's, yeah. Solving anything, right? That's I, I, well. That's the that's the the ideal theory, of the in system. In theory, yeah. look. In theory, it's great. I, I recognize what the the premise is for it, but it's the question of the practice, unfortunately. Well, that's everything, um, though. Yeah. Well, that is everything. Well, exactly. No, but that's, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Just because she's saying that vouchers are good doesn't mean that she's saying that the current system we have are is good. It, you know, they it. It's it's well, not synonymous. Okay. And to me, that there's a lot, uh, there's too much of that going on, and that's where we go from that vigilance to that worrying. I suppose that's fair. I suppose that's fair. Okay. We just I, don't I, know I think how. That that's a good point. We don't know so. a lot about her specific policies exactly. yet, but we do know how she feels about public schools. Well, the biggest problem too is she's never been. How in do you feel about any... public schools? I think they need to be improved. How does she feel about public schools? I don't think she gives a shit. I think she, she, she thinks they need to be improved. No, she thinks they, they yeah, need to be destroyed. Need to be I think. I think she needs they, they need to be defunded and probably prioritize private schools. I think she thinks she thinks probably private schools yeah. That's the majority role. of the majority of what is you know going yeah. into power right now is more about free privatization. Market. Yeah, yeah, privatization. More about allowing the free markets to and run our society. And as see a libertarian, I have to say, you know that that is well, certainly as a kid who's in line. To, who's been to private school uh, my entire life, literally since kindergarten? I I don't like private schools. I don't like the idea of of. I think it's sheltering. I don't think it's. I don't think it's necessarily good. Here's here's the important. Well, I mean that. Just I think be, I actually private not, school is not a a use all term. Private school is very different from one school to another. Yeah, but a, I think a Jewish in general, school is much no, different no, no. than a Catholic uh, school, which is much different than a Montessori school. But I think I mean, that they are pri- most of these schools they're talking about are some. There are a lot of Catholic schools. There are a lot of oh, they're all schools. yeah. Basically, I just think it's 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 too separatist. I don't like the idea of it. Be, beyond school, here's the problem with the privatization of America in general. As far as the, or rather, the privatization of a society in general. See the movie Cuffs. Oh my God, I have such a great story about the movie Cuffs. Oh, Jesus. I've never seen the movie. So when my, uh, you know what? I don't know why I'm going to go on a tangent. I was going to say something so fucking profound and interesting. And you got I me on this my fucking tangent on fucking a Christian Slater movie from like 1992. I can't go on. God damn it, Sean. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Here is the inherent problem with the privatization. <laughs> oh, damn it. Almost one. I, you did because I'm <laughs> off fucking track and I don't know what I was going to say anymore. Privatization um, of schools? No, it's the privatization in general, allowing the free market to dictate a, the way a society runs. Um, within the system of, of business, right, not everybody is necessarily um, – granted the inherent right to shop in a store um, in this, you know, in this analogy that I'm making, not mm-hmm. everybody is granted the right to enter a store. For in a true matter. libertarian society. In a true yeah. libertarian society right Certainly. now. So now the, what that, the question needs to be, does every citizen have certain inalienable rights? And if those inalienable rights exist, then there is a disconnect between governing a society exactly as you would a business and governing a society in the way a society can best operate. That's the disconnect there. That's the you problem. You lost me. I'm sorry. Well, if d- d- we have to agree on the certain things that every citizen um, ought to be ought to be granted, essentially, right? So, does every citizen of a country have the right to an education? 
That's debatable. I mean, I would say in a good society, yes, well, but a right is kind of a weird thing well, there. Well, right, okay, so rights rights basically, the reason that you you should uh, assume some, in, not even inalienable rights, but that, that we can grant some rights to citizens is from because— a, Yeah, from a, a uh, well-developed westernized society. Right, so here's the—right, the, the main question is, what is the best way to run a society, yeah. right? How do, we, how do we ensure a stable society that can— prosper and, and yeah. exist, right? Assuming the society we're talking about is a well-funded capitalist society. We don't have to. We don't have to. It's just period. What is the best way to govern a society? Mm. And are there society and within this society are there certain things that we as a civilization, as a group of people can agree upon? Every every person in this club, this club being the, our country, yeah. has a has a right to. So, mm-hmm. the I think education is a good thing for every citizen to have because of uh, they will uh, acquire some sort of skill that makes them down the line a productive member of that society in which they live. Um, so it is in the society's best interest to make sure that it has an educated populace. Certainly. For that reason, I would rec- I would say that I would almost assert that every citizen ought to be granted the right to an education, to a good education. Or as this that be- specific as best phrasing, possible. I will agree with. Um, we, I mean, well, I'm a philosophy guy. <laughs> of course, yeah, I'm going to phrase it that way. Yeah, no, the, okay. and the, the, exactly. The, the the idea that you know, in a a good grand society, yes, it would be a great idea to to do that. Right. But whether or not that is you know an inalienable right, certainly. No, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's inalienable. No, yeah. I, there are very few inalienable rights, exactly. potentially, if any. Yeah. Um, but now I mean, we're so, starting to question water. Right. So within that for within that framework, which is so terrifying anyway, but mm. within that framework, um, if every student is or if every individual of the society has the right in this colloquial sense that we've agreed upon. The granted to, right from the Constitution. The granted right yeah. from the Constitution that it's a good idea for society. The whole thing that I just you right, know, right. used yes. lumped into the word right. Um we it is our it is in our best interest to ensure that that exists. Now, if not only exist, but flourish. Yes, precisely. Precisely. Flourish Certainly. fine. Yeah. Now, that's where the disconnect comes in. Now, if we're if we're trying to operate as a business, right? Now, can the government in in certain for certain reasons um deny for whatever reason it is the right for the right of those citizens to have an education. Well, and that's where we, I mean, the, the term education is just so broad. So, you know, you could take a, a society like, uh, like China mm-hmm. who basically they, you know, Oh, well, uh, I guess the more traditional approach or like, you know, when you talk about uh, a lot of, I, I guess more North Korea this, these days. Um, but the idea that you are essentially assigned a position right. at, at a very young age, they figure out, you know, what your aptitudes are and that's the direction you are pushed. So, as a child, you don't choose to be an Olympic gymnast. You are selected and found as a potential Olympic gymnast, well, well, and you go that let direction me just boil for your this down education. To tax. Let yeah. me just boil this down as best I can. Um, if you don't have money, you can't shop in a store, right? Sure. And if we operate our country as if it were a fucking business, if you don't have money, you can't operate in that country. That's how we operate America. Yeah, and that's the problem. Yeah. I think that's a problem. Oh, if yeah. you can't go in, into a store and buy food because you don't have money, there's going to be an issue there, right? Mm-hmm. And the issue, again, comes with the fact that every citizen, if they aren't happy, are going to be less likely to allow the the 
the the society to flourish. You know what I mean? And that's that's the kind of issue with running a government like a business. Right. But we're getting into, I think that's a very separate sort of argument that kind of got convoluted together there. The idea that, you know, running a, a government like a business is not necessarily a good idea, but as a business for a, you know, a libertarian business, if we're in that libertarian ideal, mm-hmm. y- you certainly have the right to run that business as you see fit. And that is separate from what the government is able to do. The rules that the, the constitution basically tells us what the government can do, not necessarily what the citizens can do. So it is essentially a, a different philosophy that is ruling what has to happen with the government versus what has to happen with with a business. And I believe I think that's your essential argument to send basically. I'm saying if they become too conflated, which is has become the case, then that's where the problems start to arise. Well, no, and that's that's what I'm saying is that the privatization does not necessarily mean that the government starts become being run like a business. I don't know. That's what everybody seems to want, though. That's why they elected a businessman to president. You know, they want to. They want it to run like a business. Right. Well, I guess I, what I was saying is that the rules that we apply to the government are going to be different than the rules that we apply. One so, would the, hope, but well, I don't I mean, know if that's the we, case. I think w- where you were driving was the idea that, like, I could open a business that is racist, and I could open a business that I I just say that I don't want Irish people to come into my business. Effectively, perhaps. Okay. Sure. So Irish need not apply. Whatever. It's something that's been done. Right. So the, if we, if I, Which, as of course, a, there's no laws to stop that from happening. It's you can't just you know deny ex- business exactly. But in a true libertarian society, that wouldn't exist. As a right, business okay. owner, I would be able to do whatever I wanted. Right. And so, as a business owner, that to me, that is fine. As uh, the government, that is completely a, uh, disallowed. So the government's not allowed to say that you can come into the capital or you can only bring a lawsuit if you're one of these races. That that is that is completely off the table for them. But as a individual citizen, I believe you can be racist. You can be a douchebag. You can be an asshole. You can be wrong. Right. And I believe that the the invisible hand essentially is there to take care of that. If there is someone that opens a business that is inherently racist, people aren't going to fucking shop there. Right. That, and that's, that, that's the idea of the free market. Exactly. That's that's the culture that we're trying to establish. Well, I, that's and that's thing. still the problem. I don't think that pe- that's, see, that's the biggest issue. I don't think that people will not shop there because I think that just again fosters and encourages that same mentality and well, that's the, the m- other like-minded people other in this instance racists will shop in that store so are i mean essentially what you're talking about is that is is thought crime you're no, 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 you're, no, no. you're I, getting I, to where the government is dictating that you can no longer be racist no 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 not at all I, i'm i'm saying that the it it would be in it would not be in the best interest of that business to to deny African Americans from shopping Certainly, there, yeah. right? Um, for many different reasons across the board, yeah. right? But it's if just they, that many less people you can sell shit to, right? So in that case, exactly. And that, what I mean is the policies enacted specifically. If they, it's not so much whether it's good for the fucking business; it's whether it's good for the person who's trying to shop there. If that's I, the only I don't place think who that has matters. food, if that's the only place that has food, and we've agreed that every citizen has the, essentially the right to food, then I don't know that we've agreed to that, but yeah. I mean, our co- America certainly hasn't, but yeah, in, in our went, ideal our ideal society, then everyone I'll deal with would, education. Yeah. Then fine. If this school, <laughs> if there's a particular school that says black people need not apply mm-hmm. th- because of the fact that we've kind of privatized the country, mm-hmm. right? That that is not very good for our democracy. 
Uh, or it's not good for our society. Let me put it that way. And more specifically, it's not good for that individual African American who's trying to go to that school, or the white person, R- right? Who's but got to segregate. Arguably, you're right. Se- yeah, yeah. It's, it's also you know it, it, the, it, the invisible it doesn't promote this melting pot that you're encouraging. Well, the invisible hand would say that uh, over the course of time, people are going to go there less and less, and people are going to be more and more disgusted with that ideal of thinking. As the entire society shifts, this stuff doesn't just happen overnight. We don't just get rid of race. Tomorrow. You've also said that you it'll never go away. It might not. No, right? Because and that's the, the issue, the idea of the other. But I mean, right? We, so in in practical purposes, that's what I mean. Like, sure, in an idealized society, there's plenty of things we could do that would work. But the question is, once once you know the practical policies begin, you know, to be enacted, how do these affect our citizens? And that's the real question. Yeah, I I, I mean, I just think that. As a business owner, you can certainly make those decisions. Now, if you're, uh, you know, you're talking about the the idea of the crossover from education, and I, I mean that's just a weird concept because it's. I know it's. I, I agree with you. I, that's what I mean. But I think that that's what is currently happening right now. People think that the government can be run like a business and can run effectively like a business, and I think they mean something other than what I'm talking about. But yeah. once again, we, yeah, they mean you know the efficiency and the balancing the budgets exactly, and then all yeah. that stuff. You know what I mean? They they mean it more like that. They just mean but, accountability more than anything. I sure, think. but uh, perhaps maybe I, I I think that that's fair too as far as the free market element and like mm-hmm. you know like the more competition will lower the price of healthcare. Exactly. But once again, it, every every citizen does every citizen have the right to you know affordable healthcare in a sense? And how do we best determine that? Because once again, there's a question of supply and demand with healthcare, right? If yeah. everybody fucking wants it and there's the oh you know only one or two games in town and there's no regulation on that. What's to stop the price from going up? You know what I mean? Other than because competition isn't, you know, it's why I'm fucking paying a ridiculous amount for fucking cable. You see what I'm saying? Like, sure, there's a free market governing the cable, and yet I'm paying a fortune for something that is clearly not the case or not, not worth it. Internet. Oh. Um, so anyway, so I think that was a good discussion. And again, Betsy, thanks, Betsy, for that little <laughs> nice little spirited conversation. Um, so, the so what's this about cuffs? We could talk about. <laughs> God cuffs? damn it. Cuffs. K- K-U-F-F-S. Okay, I'll just go really quick. And then... <laughs> a Christian Slater movie. Se- just... Oh, no, no, no. We're not stupid. No, no, no. Secret- I'm not going to talk about cuffs. It's, a- it's okay, fine. You're right. Secretary We're not going State. there. You're yeah. right. Thanks, Joey. Sorry. I'm not letting this happen. <laughs> Thanks. No Do way. You guys already did your 20-minute digression. Secretary of State. Them. Secretary of State. Um, do-, do you guys think it's going to be Giuliani or, or Mitt Romney? Romney. I think it's going to be Romney. Um, I no. I mean, just based also, on his. Also, Petraeus is in the running. There's it, a whole layer to this because of I, Kelly and Conway too. But with Trump's loyalty issue, fucking Giuliani is there all the way. True. Okay, so there's that pick. Uh, uh, Kelly and Conway, by the way, do you know the deal with her? She's coming mm-hmm. out supposedly on all the networks and, and bashing Romney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saying that she's heard on she's heard on social media this that people too, have told her yeah. that Romney is a disloyal man. This and is he too said, calculated. And he just said so many bad things. And then there's been reports that Trump is furious with her. I don't know what the fuck to believe. I just know that she's the smarmiest piece of shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Life. Well, second to Bannon. But uh, See, I've never I, heard him. I, I've heard him a couple times. It but feels so much she more calculated. Is the, oh, my God. There might, if there is a scummy, disgusting, greedy, sell your soul to the devil person, Kellyanne Conway might be the worst of them all. Oh, my God. Does she disgust me on every fucking level? I don't know if there's a person I want to punch more than Kellyanne Conway. 
Damn it, I had a really good question. When the politicians you still ask it. Politicking before. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a fucking question. I'm sorry. I, yeah, we should continue. No, no, with it's that. good. We're we're gonna stop on this one last bit, which would have been nice. <laughs> fucking dude, you know how we're supposed to end? Did you forget? <laughs> on the blackout joke. No. <laughs> on one phrase that you don't get to say right now. So you guys have a I, safe I if you guys could ask Donald Trump one Donald Trump's on Twitter, which by the way, I forgot to mention this at the top. Uh follow us at Paula Tinkering on Twitter. Yay. We need followers. It's pretty sad. <laughs> you can follow me at Joe Bonnier, J O E B O N I E R. Or uh, text before calling. That's with a B what and a four. What the fuck is up with you two? Follow mm. Paula Tinkering. That's you the show. You can follow both? What the yeah. fuck? We all are Paula Tinkering it's collectively. three buttons. And, and follow all of us. Fine. Follow all of us. <laughs> um, it, it does have this weird thing where you sort of can speak directly to the president-elect. And I and there's a pretty good possibility that he'll read it. There's a lot of people yeah. reading it. Sure. I know. It's, but it's dense traffic out you, there. You, you also you can't mail, read. You know that, right? I have heard this. It's very funny. Sam, look for Samantha Bee's clip. It's great. It's all, uh, uh, look for Pete Davidson's uh, interview on the radio. Also that's true. even crazier. Also true. Also true. Jesus Christ, um, that's crazy. If you could ask Donald Trump one question, what would it be? It would be some. I would have to think about it for a second. I kind of do too. I don't because it'd be very. I'd have to really be pointing. I would try to cut to his core. I know. I try to actually say something important. I wouldn't like be like, "Why are you a fucking douche?" I would not say that. I know it's that's pointless. A waste. It's, yeah, exactly. Like I, I, the I, I was thinking about it earlier. I think we should. It might be a running thing that we'll we'll continue to question this. But currently, I don't know, man. I, I want to say I don't know, man. Just end the fucking show. You don't have to. It's like fine. But, I, I'm sticking with I don't know, man, for now. Yeah. No, I think it's literally just something like, really? No, because people. That's what people fucking tweet all the time. Is just really. Right, but you won't understand. No, it won't, anything. It won't do anything. It won't. Oh, nothing. you're talking about just tweeting. I was, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, in a tweet, there's there's. I mean, or, or okay, fine. One question that you could actually. Well, that's what I mean. As far as the tweet, let's just presuppose you have more than 140 characters. Okay. If that's is that holding you up? There's no fucking way that's holding you up. You're too you're too succinct for that, <laughs> to give a shit about that. <laughs> no. Um, no, it's it it would have to be yeah no. I mean, there's nothing I could ask him on Twitter that would be any relevance or make me understand him anymore or make me think that he's more or less truthful about anything. But I do think that if you sat alone in a conversation with him, yeah. if you had a beer with the man, Barack-esque style. He doesn't drink, but okay. What? Oh, really? No, he doesn't. Donald Trump doesn't no, drink. Well, never, had a drop of alcohol, never had a drop of alcohol or a drug in his life. Really? Yeah. The, the Pendulette line. Crazy. That's mm -hmm. why he's even weirder, by the way. Yeah. Agreed. Um, his brother. Yeah, but no, I think if you did have, if you could get him alone and have a conversation with him, I, I would just want to know where he stands. And In front of you. Exactly. Joey? Um, first of all, I would start it with a compliment because he's a little bitch and I have to butter him up. Wow, that sounded horrible. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant... He's a whiny little girl and he needs... Damn it, that sounded horrible too. God damn you it. You are a sexist. I man. can't even say anything. I just sound horrible. Okay. Welcome to my world. My point is I want to compliment him first because that's how he responds well. Um, and then I would probably say something like, "You will you really be like... Similar, actually similar to what Hamilton said, actually. I would say, will you really hold your promises and try to be a good president for the working class? 
And that's what we have to try to cling to because he's not going to be a good president for many other people. So we just have to try to make sure he doesn't fuck up the economy so royally, I think, and hope in four years we can change this. I've said it before, the the speech he gave the night that he won was the most presidential I've ever seen him. And if he sticks to what he said in that speech, he will be a decent president. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I'll tell you the cuff story after. No. When the no, you won't. Politicking Sorry again, guys. You I suck. Yeah, Joey's a dick. I said some bad things. You spend some time Sexist things. I'm not happy with myself. With the show where Sorry. I, don't know, man. I love you, Mom. Hi, <laughs> Nancy. Truth is, I don't know, man. I'll let you come on next episode or something. I just... Yeah, Nancy. I we should have a dinner. I don't know. She'll love that. Can I be the Shabbos boy? Yes, by definition. I get to turn the switch on. It's all part of the show, folks. What do you want my mom to cook for dinner? Brisket? So the cut story? So my uncle, <laughs> my uncle, uh, when he was like 21 years old, just for the very first time, he started dating my aunt, which is my mom's youngest sister. They came, came over and I think it was like Thanksgiving or Christmas, something like that. And I, it used to be a tradition where I would go see a movie with, or like, you know, my sister and I and the, the cousins would go see a movie afterwards. And I, we were like, okay, well, what movie? And I remember looking in the little paper <laughs> and I wanted to see Cuffs. I wanted to see Cuffs. And he, he wanted to see something else. I don't fucking know what that other thing is i've looked for years to try to figure out what the other movie <laughs> wow. was and i don't know and to this day i've never seen cuffs how sad great story <laughs> it was a terrible story <laughs> it would not have been good i'm very glad you stopped me cool story bro. we didn't stop you <laughs> no i mean before this is while all the show was going recorded on. i know but while the show was on you stopped me it was good we'll let Allie decide i don't know man <laughs>